For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Rise and grind, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to get bumpy. Time to attack and dominate. This is Morning Juice with Brandon Beam and Bobby Carpenter. And here we go on a Tuesday, attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single weekday morning right here on The Fan. Brandon Beam, no general Bobby Carpenter. He is still setting sail on the high seas. On the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, we got our good friend Austin Warden, of course, our fearless leader and producer, Mark the Shark. Hey, Ward Sports, happy Tuesday, buddy. Day closer to vacation for you. Mm. What's going on, man? Good to talk to you. Awesome to be back. You think they let, let ever let Bob take the wheel of that ship? Yes. That seems like a dangerous idea. I saw idea. a picture of Uncle Bo uh, tweet out, uh, I believe Bootsy, his youngest boy, behind the wheel and steering column of a naval air force carrier. So I'm pretty sure if, if Bootsy can get that done behind a jet carrier, mm-hmm. that Bob can get behind the wheel of Buckeye Cruise. I don't know. Between those two? I would- probably trust Bootsy a little more than Bob, if we're being honest. Bob on a cruise behind the wheel of anything doesn't sound like a great idea. <laughs> no, you're right about that. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, you've been on the Buckeye Cruise before. I sure have. All right, so this sucker starts. They leave on Saturday. This year they did. Uh, when you went, was it... Was it a full week banger or was it a three, four days? It was, I think, I think five. Okay. Uh, and it was the last year before, like, they took a smaller ship the year after we went. So I think it was the last hurrah for the huge deal. And it was just nuts. I mean, it was overwhelming how much Scarlet and Gray was on this ship, how many Buckeyes were wandering around. And I think we'll hear some of, from some of them. There were no current oh, yeah. players on the ship when we were, when Berm and I went. Uh, which was also an interesting setup. Um, we went with Roosters, and we did a, a version of our show while we were on the ship with Schlegs and Bob and Jay-Z. And so Nicole had us, Nicole Cox from Roosters, invited us. She's like, hey, you know, some people can't go. We want to do the show. And we have uh, one cabin on the ship. You guys can go. It's like, so you could go with Allie Austin or, or Berm, you can go with Angie, or you two can go together. Real stepbrother situation. And have a stepbrother situation and build a bunk bed in there. And <laughs> like, well, if we're going to work, and and we did a ton of interviews there and a lot of content for the podcast while we were on the ship, like, sorry, Allie, sorry, Angie, Berm <laughs> and I are going on this cruise it's together. It's a work trip. And that's that was the way that we approached it. And it was a good work trip, and it was also... Completely exhausting because those Buckeyes, uh, once they get rolling, oh, yeah. uh, they do not stop. It's tough to stop that train. Yeah. They uh, they can't stop it. They don't. Not until <laughs> they get back. I think all of them build in a day of vacation after they get back. It's smart. It's one of those vacations that you take where you need, you feel like you need a vacation afterwards. Yeah, and they We've all been on those. They definitely pushed us to the limit. It's like your vacation coming up here this week. You're going to um, need a vacation upon returning. And then I'm going to take another one the following weekend uh, for my birthday with Howie to Nashville. So nice. I, then spring ball is going to start the Tuesday after that. So I, I guess I have one day in between. <laughs> and that's tomorrow. Yeah. The, well, no, because I'm coming in here to, again to hang out with you. 
lucky to do that three days in a row. I don't know how I got all those invitations, but then crank out the drive down to North Carolina yep. after we're done here and go nonstop Thursday, come drive back Thursday, Friday, Saturday of golf, drive back on Sunday, do a little bit of normal work for a few days and then go to Nashville for some concerts over the weekend and, and not have uh, Liberty with leaving her with the in-laws and uh, sister-in-law and we have not had one of those trips where it's just me and Allie in I don't know how long, multiple years. That'll be good for you. But it also it's also because I take these golf trips without her. So right. that's that's par- partially or largely my fault. You you burn up your days. Yeah, I do. Uh, is what you're saying. We got an awesome show lined up for you here this morning. Come hell or high water, Florida State, I don't think it's going to be in the ACC for very much longer. <laughs> that thing's getting pretty nasty. We'll get into that coming up here in our next segment. To be fair, I have not listened to this. Shark edited it a little bit just to put the intro tag on, but Bob talked to Schlegs yesterday on the Buckeye Cruise. God knows what's going to happen with that. Anything That's can happen. 6.35, we're going to take our first listen to that. 8.05, we will take a second listen. Some on-the-fly editing may or may not have to be done by Shark but between the time that it airs at 6.35 and then by the time it reappears at 8.05. So Schlegs, we got him. Bob got him on the Buckeye Cruise. So that's coming up at 635 here a little bit later on this morning. Also from the Buckeye Cruise, Jack Sawyer is going to make an appearance with us at 835. Cody Simon at, or excuse me, Jack Sawyer at 735. Cody Simon at 835. And smack dab in the middle of those guys, we're going to check in with the hyphenator, Jean-Luc Grandpierre. Talk all things jackets with them as they continue uh, their West Coast swing tonight against the Kings. So Jean-Luc coming up here at 720 this morning. Before we get into anything else today. It is Tuesday. It is the 20th day of February in the year 2024. Time for Today in History. Time to get smarter. Morning Juice presents Today in History. Here's your professor, Mark the Shark. Sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. If you're snoring and not sleeping, call Dr. Mark Levy at 1-800-MORE-SLEEP. Dr. Shark Levy. Yes. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday to you. It's always good to see your smiling face, BMZ, at 6 o'clock in the morning. One of my favorite things in life. I bet it is. He's not smiling. I like it even better at 9 o'clock in the morning. I like it better at 9 o'clock, and then when I see you in your first appearance down in our bullpen around 5.40 in the morning. That's my favorite shark sighting. Well, I did remember to uh, put the sports in this morning, so... (laughs) I heard that. (laughs) I'm on the ball today. It is the 20th day of February, and back in 1792... The U.S. Postal Service was created. I, as I was researching this, I discovered that back then, you paid postage based on how far the distance the mail was traveling. That makes sense. Now, if you mail a letter from Columbus to Pataskala, it's the same price as a letter from Columbus to L.A. But back then, you paid by the distance. 1865, less than two months before the end of the Civil War, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology became the first U.S. collegiate architectural school. So, happy 159th birthday to MIT. They had a janitor that was pretty smart um, back yes, in the like 90s. Yes, they did. Really good in math. Yes. Uh, Liked apples. How do you like those <laughs> apples? Yeah. Uh, the biggest movie actor of the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. Humphrey Bogart teamed up with the biggest actress of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, Katherine Hepburn, in one movie. It was The African Queen, and it was released on this date in 1952. Two legendary stars. Don't be worried, Mr. Olnott. One extraordinary adventure. Makes your blood race, your face numb, and your spirit sore. The African Queen. 
Starring Academy Award winner Humphrey Bogart. Mr. Olnott. I'm still right here, miss. Academy Award winner Katherine Hepburn. You all right? Simply wonderful. And directed by the legendary John Huston. One of AFI's top 100 films. I expect it's just about the prettiest place I've ever been to. I'd like to come back here someday. And Bogey would go on to win an Oscar, Best Actor Oscar, for that movie. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put it in my top 100 like AFI did, but yeah, it's good. What do those nerds know? Charlie Chaplin catching some strays from Shark this morning. Yeah, he really was. In 1953, August Bush, the beer man out there in St. Louis... He bought the Cardinals for $3.75 million. That would be the baseball Cardinals, not the football Cardinals. Seems like a lot. Pretty good investment, though, Bean, because uh, the Bush family sold the team to William DeWitt 42 years later for $150 million. An even better investment for DeWitt because (laughs) today the Cardinals are valued at about $3 billion. It's good that these rich guys can get richer on sports teams. Yeah, nobody... Warms your heart. Nobody ever loses money on sports franchises when they... uh, Sell. Just Anthony that Precourt. I know of. Just yeah, you're right. Loser. Na- yeah. 1956. WOSU TV begins broadcasting on Channel 34 in Columbus. Happy 68th birthday, Wosu. You ever work at Wosu? I did not. I did one TV spot when I was doing student radio, and we had Mike Bennett on. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. What about radio? Uh, well, I didn't work in the like public radio. We were no. just like an online sports station. We actually did. So, you know, Chops and I went to high school together and we went to college together. Uh, it was called Sports Shark with Brandon and Mark. And nice. it was a really world-class award-winning radio show. And then did- Shark slapped you with a... Cease and desist. Yes, yes, correct. <laughs> did that signal reach outside of campus? It, you could reach it anywhere in the world. It was internet radio. Oh, okay. It was on the line. It was on the line. And uh, 1962, a gentleman named John Herschel Glenn Jr. from New Concord, Ohio, was successfully launched into space aboard the Friendship 7 spacecraft at 9.47 a.m. from Cape Canaveral. Some 100,000 spectators watched on the ground nearby, and millions more saw it on TV. Thus, John Glenn became the first American astronaut to orbit the Earth, spent nearly five hours in space before splashing down in the Atlantic Ocean. What a guy. 1974, Steely Dan releases its Pretzel Logic album. It features the hit single, Ricky Don't Lose That Number. Pretzel Logic is like me... Trying to figure out whether or not I should have another beer on a Friday night. <laughs> how many my mind into a pretzel? How many pretzels do you need at the yeah, table? Exactly, <laughs> plenty. Don't you worry about the number. 1977, Janet Guthrie became the first female driver at the Daytona 500. She would finish 12th. Kale Yarborough won the race. 1985. You know, Ireland is a Catholic nation. Yep. You've probably heard of the uh, Irish Catholic Church. Well, the Catholic Church was never in favor of birth control, so Ireland always prohibited the importation and sale of contraceptives. But the church and the country finally gave in on this date in 1985. The Irish government approved the sale of contraceptives. Otherwise, Beamer, had he lived there, would have had 27 kids. <laughs> what, what do you suppose the black market was like for <laughs> yeah, contraceptives? Really, yeah. Probably dangerous. <laughs> 
1991, Phil Collins wins a Grammy for Song of the Year with Another Day in Paradise. We're going to hear from uh, Phil in just a second here. On February 20th, 1998, 15-year-old, yeah, 15-year-old American Tara Lipinski won the gold medal in women's figure skating at the Winter Olympics in Nagano, Japan. She thus became the youngest gold medalist in her sport. Next element is the triple flip that she missed at the U.S. National Championships. A little cautious on the landing, but what a huge hurdle. All the risk is behind her now. Look at the joy on her face. She looks so tiny. She skates with such maturity. She has the heart of a champion, and she's really had a great time enjoying her first Olympic experience. Tyler Pinsky. Her parents, Jack and Pat Lipinski, are here, but they're hiding. I don't know why they'd be hiding. Vern Lundquist. He does it all. Shout out, Vern. Uh, Last Masters coming up here in April. Oh, that's that's heartbreaking. Love Vern. That's the kind of analysis I could give for figure skating. She looks so tiny. (laughs) To be fair, that's about all I know, too. You're the expert. That Scott was, Hamilton? It was Scott Hamilton. Come on, give us something a little bit more. She looks tiny. <laughs> She's having a great time. <laughs> Two years ago, the NBA All-Star Game held in Cleveland, Ohio. Steph Curry hit 16 oh. threes, finished Whoa. with 50 points, and was named the game's MVP. Birthdays today. Actor Sidney Poitier, born in the Bahamas in 1927. We lost him a couple years ago. Auto racer and later auto owner Roger Penske, 87 years old today. He is still alive. Ivana Trump, the Donald's first wife, was born in 1949. We lost her a couple years ago. Basketball Hall of Famer Charles Barkley is 61. Supermodel Cindy Crawford is 58 today. I can't believe that. Do you know who she was married to at one time? Nope. Richard Gere. All right. Yeah. Oh, man. Good for uh, both of them. Yes. Nirvana's Kurt Cobain. I heard yesterday that uh, Don McLean, the singer of American Pie, his wife is 48 years younger than him. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. It's a few can, years. Yeah. Nirvana's Kurt Cobain was born in 1967. He would only live to be 27. We're going to hear from him at the end of the show today. And then uh, a little eye candy, Rihanna from All Barbados. Right. Riri. Is 36 today. We'll hear her uh, talking about an umbrella later in the show. Beamer, that's what I have for you on this 20th day of February. Good job on that, Shark, as always. By the way, we heard from Rihanna in Gene's press conference about firing Chris Holtman. He made a uh, he made an appearance. Or Rihanna made an appearance. Remember that? We listened to it last week because they had the sound playing over at the shot. I was stunned that they decided to make that press conference occur right before the women's basketball team was about to take the court. Yeah, me too. It's like... Is there nowhere else we could do this, guys? No. Nowhere. I mean... It's not a standalone thing. Let's just do it. Do it ourselves. I can't believe Rihanna's 36. Yeah, she's the best. Come hell or high water, Florida State, they're not going to be in the ACC much longer. We'll do that next. Morning Jupes right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning. Right now we are watching one incident on 33 westbound coming in from Pickerington. This is in those westbound lanes near Allen Drive. Keep that in mind as you head out the door. The rest of your central Ohio roadways looking nice and clear. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stagger. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you make a wise crack about Dayton pizza, Beamer will murder you dead. Ah, humor. I have it too. This is Morning Juice. Tuesday edition of the program. Brandon Beam, Austin Ward, Mark the Shark. Coming up here in our next segment, around 6.35 this morning, Bob and Schlegs did their talk on the Buckeye Cruise. Again, we have not listened to that. So <laughs> it's Shark, best to go in clean. Be, uh, be ready with the dump button just in case uh, something happens. Then again, we're going to talk to Jean-Luc Grandpierre coming up here in an hour's time, 7.35 this morning. Jack Sawyer joined Bob on the Buckeye Cruise. Uh, and then Cody Simon as well. So defense day uh, here on the Morning Juice, which uh, I know that you're very excited about. Before we jump into this Florida State story, you got a cool opportunity today, uh, Austin. Well, I mean, it is your job technically, but you're going to talk to some Buckeye assistants later on. Yeah, I get to go do my job later on after doing Bob's job this morning. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, role playing with Austin Ward. It's it's. I love 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 these off season opportunities, yeah. and we're almost out of that for winter because in two weeks from today, Ohio State will be on the practice field, uh, and I cannot wait for that to begin. But a nice little preview. Of that coming uh, later on this morning in the Woody with James Laurinaitis and Matt Guerreri. James, obviously, last week getting that full-time promotion uh, after year one back at the alma mater as a graduate assistant. He is now officially, as if he wasn't before, he was unofficially the linebacker's coach last year. Now he's officially doing that. So this will be his first press conference in that role. And then Matt Guerreri returning to Ohio State after returning to work with Jim Knowles as well. Uh, He... McRae was with the program as a GA two years ago, went to Indiana uh, to serve as a co-defensive coordinator and working in the secondary. Hoosiers had a, a decent defense considering some of the limitations they had in terms of talent, uh, but McRae comes in uh, to replace Perry Eliano. He's got a lot of film familiarity there with what Jim Knowles has done. He's worked with him previously. He knows Ohio State's personnel, uh, and he's back, and it'll be good to hear from both of them. Those are... Of those two groups, we all know it's a safety-driven defense, but talking to James, yep. a linebacker is really the group with the most transition of any, you know, with Tommy Eikenberg and Steel Chambers. Well, just think about how many how many games and how many reps those guys have put in. Yeah, just, I mean, you're replacing thousands of yep. reps in, in that experience. So, like, James has got a big, big, uh, big pressure on his shoulders right now. Not that he can't handle it. He's got some of the widest shoulders that anyone has ever seen, but... Uh, if you look across the roster, linebacker's got to be one of the most intriguing spots going into two weeks from now. Well, it's intriguing, and it's you've got good depth there as well, right? I mean, you think about C.J. Hicks and the clamoring to see him play last year at Ohio State. You obviously get Cody Simon again, which we'll hear from a little bit later on in the program around 835 here this morning. I mean, he brings back the most reps that you have. Gabe Powers right here, uh, of course, from Central Ohio, and then the potential of moving Sonny Styles down from safety to linebacker as well. So, I mean, it's not like you don't have dudes in that room. Uh, it's just some dudes that could be unproven moving forward with the amount of reps that they've gotten. Yeah, and I, I think the sunny move has to happen. I think there's been a lot of dancing around it in the offseason. Is that what you're going to do? Do you need to do it? And if Caleb Downs wasn't on the Ohio State roster, maybe they'd feel less urgency, Ohio State would, to move Sonny to linebacker. But I think that Sonny himself wants that to happen uh, for the physical demands because he's got to be able to eat. I mean, he's 
he is just bursting at the seams. His body is ready to go from yeah. 225, 230 to 260 the second he eats one cheeseburger. <laughs> so he, I think he, he wants that move. I think he knows that he's most effective closer to the box. I think that James Laurinaitis would like uh, to unleash some of that potential at the second level, bring him down there. And it, that, I think people will look at that and say, well, how, how do you fit the pieces together? How does that impact CJ Hicks? They've waited two years to see the five star, uh, does that put him in a little bit on the back burn? I mean, not necessarily. Ohio State played three linebackers last year with Cody Simon pushing in there and, and basically winding up in a in an even split with Steel Chambers in terms of reps. So it's not as if even two years ago, it's a, yep, that's a problem because they basically played Tommy and Steel, Jim Knowles did, and that was it. There's been more willingness and more flexibility from Ohio State using uh, those linebackers specifically, but the defense as a whole. And I think, look, Sonny's athleticism, he can play, I think, any spot out there, if yeah. they asked him to get to 280 and play defensive tackle, I bet he'd be willing to do that and would find a way to make something happen. But I think linebacker's the best spot, but he's also in a position where with his gifts, you don't even have to nail him down to one spot. Yeah, I mean, you could transition him back and forth or do something interesting with him. So we'll see what happens. Excited that you get a chance to talk to those guys uh, a little bit later on today. Uh, do you, are you a fan of legal jargon? No. All right, so this is, um, I'm not combing through the 40-page uh, lawsuit Somebody did for us. Yeah, that's right. Shout out uh, Andy Staples. He was the one who was doing that. So as we wait for commissioners who run the college football playoff to vote this week on the precise format of the first edition of the 12-team playoff, remember that this version will also be a short-term fix. The commissioners seek to reduce by one number of automatic bids because the Pac-12 imploded. Why? Because the ACC opened the door Friday afternoon for the next potential round of realignment. On page 20 of a 40-page filing that asks for a dismissal or a stay of Florida State's lawsuit against the conference and Florida's Leon County, the ACC's attorneys signaled a path to logical endpoint in case being litigated in two different states. What that means, and I, I think I'm on the right path here, is that for this to for this litigation to end, Florida State and the ACC and the battle that they're going through right now, there is literally a dollar amount that Florida State can pay to buy their way out of the conference, and it looks like we're going to be fast tracked to that. And the, my understanding is that there always was; it just was such a daunting number yep. that no one could ever realistically pay it, and that's why Florida State was looking at like private equity and. Saudi money to potentially like yeah. sell their stadium and the Florida the, state presented by PIF. That's right. And, and, and like, here you go. Here's, here's the Tomahawk. Like, uh, it is now brought to you, uh, by the bone saws. So that's, <laughs> you know, that's, it was hundreds of millions of dollars because this contract was so insane. And yeah. I think everyone knows that in the long run, there is going to have to be a resolution for that. Um, what it's going to actually be, that may take several years. I, I think, there may be some rush here to say, well, this this means the next domino is tipping over and it's imminent. I don't think that's going to be the case at all. This is going to take a long time to sort out. It's not going to be neat and tidy, but eventually I think everyone knows what's happening here with the consolidation of college football power brokers, uh, of which Florida State fancies itself one. I'm not sure that I completely agree with that, although it is a top 20 brand in college football. and. but Let's not play this in Tallahassee and get get everybody all riled up about it. But they they, they have an inflated sense of worth, and uh, the ACC can actually capitalize on that. They can, and so it just goes back to the old rule: charge it to winning. And if you have enough money, you can buy your way just about uh, out of anything. Schlegs and Bob, buckle your seatbelts from the Buckeye Cruise next morning. Jupes right here on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning. We are watching crews on the scene of one incident on 33 westbound near Allen Drive. This is for drivers coming in from Pickerington. Other than that, the rest of your Central Ohio roadways looking nice and clear. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stagger. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Counting down the days until Sharks retirement. You are listening to Morning Juice. 6.30 and it is a Tuesday and that can mean only one thing and that is Bob and Schlegs from the Buckeye Cruise. Be ready on the dump button over there, Shark. The best way to start a morning is with a heavy dose of iron. Gas station ready. Always. It is Schleg Day. Sponsored by Sugar Shannara Accident Attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. That's warforyou.com. Welcome in the morning juice, my man Anthony Schleg. We're here on the Buckeye Cruise. He joins us every Tuesday, normally in the morning, but you know what? We're here in the evening. There's a little ambiance going. There's a little brown-eyed girl. We're out on the beach. We had the roosters wing tasting yesterday. Like we're having a good time. There's blenders going, making pina coladas or Miami vices or anything else. What's up, Columbus? Hey, what's up, Columbus? You know, <clears throat> it's six thirty-five a.m. somewhere, but right now it's whatever. I don't know. Go Bucks, be cancer. But we're having a great time. Last night raised over a million dollars at the auction. Did some quick cows before, in honor of Coach Mick, uh, before Coach Day got up there and basically. Self-raised over a hundred k. Anyway, it's been a great time, Bob. So we saw, you know, Coach Deb there doing an awesome job. We've seen, you know, his family here. Our guy Coach Stress was here. Oh, Got a I chance guess. to talk to him. He had a book for me. What was it like seeing your old coach, Legs? I know that you guys have a great connection. Anytime you get to see Coach, who also has kind of a self-proclaimed but largest nonprofit consulting firm for, for humans in the world. You know, I mean, listen, the man loves to serve people. He loves to add value to people, something that you would expect from him, but not at that level. I'm like, he, but he is. He's like, I am retired. I just enjoy serving people. Ellen goes out and play golf. He's like, hey, I got five hours. I'm like, you're amazing. So you talk about like the serving people, all the stuff that he does. It's his second year on the boat. It's been fantastic. We had the Roosters wing tasting. Oh, my goodness. That yesterday. was amazing. Yeah. First off, kudos to uh, Roosters. They actually delivered their uh, chicken to another ship that was somewhere in the Caribbean. But they somehow got a, got other chicken on the ship. We also tried out some new rubs, right? Some new mm, kind of wing sauce. Rub. Who doesn't like one of those, Bob? Well, if you get, the, rub, you get the wing rub... And then you're also able to tug those wings back oh, tug them in, down. into your mouth. Yeah, and this was a little added flavor to it because they were extra spicy. We had like a oh. a hot cut. Did you have one? So I had one of we did. Oh, is it you and I together? We did the. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, it was. We were Freeport. Yeah. We did the tour of the boat. So yes. we had some spices from Turks and Caicos, yes. some spices from the Bahamas, some mm-hmm. spices from Key West. And then we got to watch your guys, Denzel oh my and, gosh, and Lathan, do each other super dirty oh. on getting up there eating some of these super spicy and Devin, wings. And, and Donovan, 
Oh, sweating, no shirt. No, Don- Donovan took his shirt off. It was like this is this, this is hot. He went from Donovan to Donnie. Yeah, no doubt. Facts very very fast. It was great, man. I mean, it raised a lot of money. Then we had we had our afternoon juice with you, me, and Age and, and Mark Pantoni. That was awesome. It's been a great trip, man. Yeah, there were some great stories that were coming out about that. We start talking about recruiting. And, I mean, you were very passionate about the guys and everything, the training that's going on, obviously, there. But, so, I mean, you've been on this cruise now, you know, throughout the years. And you have to look at the pictures of yourself. I go, yeah. it's, all, it's almost like living in a time machine because yeah. you're like, oh, look at this picture of you. Oh, that's from 12 years ago. Gosh, right. I look so much younger and so much so much different, maybe better. Right. And then also you got to bring, you're bringing your daughter on the boat this year. Right. Yeah, it's been great. She, uh. You're absolutely right about that point, Bob, because, like, Dane Sanzenbacher showed me videos of his, like, little two-year-old. I was like, bro, that would have been 15 years ago for us, you know? Like, and now yeah. she's on the ship uh, volunteering with her friend Molly because, yeah, I get those service hours in Florida for Bright Futures, and she loves it. She has a great time. She's gonna Is she gas station ready? She's all my shit, man. My daughter's always gas station ready. So, yeah, she, it's been great. They've been doing a great, uh, great job volunteering. But they, it's also great to see their parents be philanthropic and be out and and uh, it was funny too even coach day he makes rj get up and speak at the the sponsor dinner thanking everybody like he's like yeah, yeah. Thanks. My, my dad just throws me up here making me <laughs> making me work in my public speaking uh and he did a phenomenal job but that's that's what it's about and and to your point it's some people get are like fine wine and get better with age and some people Potentially turn to vinegar. They they get a little girthy. That's they're, good. They're, they're, yeah, I love it. Man. I'm here for it, man. Wherever you are, we love. So we you. got some of the current guys on. Um, you mentioned Donnie, Donovan Jackson, Lathan Ransom, yep. Denzel Burke, yep. Jack Sawyer, yep. Cody Simon, yep. JT, uh, JT Tuimolo, Travion Henderson, Mecca, and, Mecca, and Avery. Yeah, and as Avery. well. So like those guys have been on here. Like Avery, cancer survivor. How great, like, listening to his story was right. that. Yeah, I think Ryan made a really good point. Um, you know, if Avery goes to any other college, right, like, is he here today? Because of how, how they were able to get it diagnosed in time, the treatment that he was able to go through, and, and Dr. Cohen and the James and everybody that steps up to the plate. Like, it's just different, right? Like, you, it's, the, it's the circumstances that we're in. And Ohio State was able to come through for him and now he's now he's here on the ship and he's a cancer survivor and it's like this is fantastic it's why it's why we do what we do Bob we've been we you've been doing this for 17 years you haven't missed one I had to no, miss I missed, I missed one I had to miss well Ryan Miller's made 17 he's him amazing. and Craig and Pappas have never missed one they're 17 for 17 that's amazing AJ and I have I think maybe AJ maybe missed one other but I missed one because the first one because yeah. we were having Hunter and then I missed one because of Tress you remember Boo, that? You remember Tress, that? You yeah. Remember that? You yeah, I think he promised you you could come on and he then said no. He promised me that I could come on, and it was my 30th birthday, and they had like a wild war cake. So that was like 20 years ago. I know, it was. Listen, you celebrated your 20th wedding anniversary last week. We talked like the preview of it. That was amazing. I heard we got a surprise appearance. Did you know Steph was going to fly up to come see you? Yeah, I did, because I told her to charge it to winning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, listen, you know, sometimes... Get gas, bumpy? Get bumpy, man. <laughs> gas station ready. Sometimes you just got to charge things to winning, you know? We're, you only get 120th. Next year's going to be 21, and guess what? I'll charge it to winning then, too, so I don't care. Get Your marriage will be old enough to drink. Like, how do yeah. we celebrate that? According to my wife, like, we're going on vacay, because that's what she loves to do. All my presents to her for our 20th anniversary, 
She's not a big jewelry person. She doesn't like to remember things, but she likes to be comfortable. So that's why you get her like some cozy sheets and you get her a picture of you guys at the beach. Some muffies? Uh, no, I got her Lindor truffles. Oh, nice. I got her some nice flowers. With that, the sauce inside the no, goo? No, she just, she knows, she just uh, like a, a, the milk chocolate. I didn't know if we wanted a drizzle, like a, a nice little drizzle on there. I drizzle. That's stuff. good. Yeah. That's good. M. Yeah. Dizzle, you M. Dizzle. Dizzle, yeah. All, all, everybody. All our Buckeyes. Buckeyes, baby. All our Buckeyes. Um, but the, uh, the auction, huge success. Uh, what was your the, favorite? What was the favorite thing that you saw got auctioned off? They had a they had Olympics package. Yeah, I saw in there. Package. They got all kinds of stuff. And you auctioned off your place, our place on in, the river. Yeah, on the river down uh, outside of Portsmouth, uh, down there is one of the ones at the very end. Uh, you know, so we're really still on the cruise here. You know, it's a little smaller boat. We were on this one last year, and I'm just looking right now. Over $35 million range. Like we mentioned it's been 17 years. So you average that out. You're talking about $2 million-ish a year. But the last, obviously, the beginning, we're raising like two hundred grand. Now we're raising $4 million a year. Yeah. But it, when you hear the impact of that and what that means, and then also you couple that with bringing on current players. The right. last two years we've got to do that. How impressed have you been with those guys and what they've been able to do and how they've showcased and represented the, the university? Yeah, I think the best thing about having the, the current players on is they start to see what you and I and AJ and all of us had to learn like kind of on the fly about you went with people, Ohio State's bigger than just football, right? We're trying to find a cure for cancer at the James. Uh, we're trying to, you know, enhance people's quality of life while they battle cancer. And we can have, we can have a role to play in that. And already guys, like I remember, I, I saw the other day, like Jack and JTT, or, you know, JT, Donating money, like like raising money, like I want to buy that package. Or I want to. I'm spending money on so that. So my one of my friends goes, I'm bidding against current players now. Right, like, yeah. We talk yeah. about NIL, but they have cash. Like they're they're wanting to bid. They, they like, want. Give they back. want it. They want to give back. They understand what it's going for. Like they understand why they're here. Totally get it. That's awesome. And that's something that we didn't have the ability to do. Now that we have NIL and they're able to come, it's fantastic. Uh, it's not going to affect their training. They're 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 all like, hey, what do we got to do? I'm like, listen, man, this is not bad. Like you're going to have to make these workouts up anyways the standard is the standard coach Mick already said you're making them up so don't don't think you gotta but kill I yourself thought that you guys were gonna wrestle on the beach oh man well that you guys did a catamaran i went to a private beach oh side nugget uh story mm. against my wife who's she is a great great planner um and she's like schlegs i found this beach on turks and caicos it is the world's best voted best beach in the world we get we get to where we standard get. Standard is the standard, right? The standard is the standard, and she has put us on some phenomenal trips now. All right, we get there, we're like, hey, guy's name was Carl, driving us to the bus. Hey, Carl, I was like, hey, she was like, hey, can you take us to this resort? He's like, oh yeah, sure, but that's sixty four miles on a different island, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, so so where are we going? They're like, oh, I know this place. They took us this little, I don't know what it was, but guess what? We had a great day. I laid out. I got a lot of sun. I drank some cocktails. I uh, got in the water. Uh, went on a beach walk. It's perfect, man. Sounds phenomenal. Schleich, thanks for spending some time with us, as well, you always do. Me, Go Bucks. Zeke just got here. Oh, Kirk Coleman just got oh, here. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be epic. It's going to be fun. Thank you, Buckeye Cruz. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs> there they go. Bob Schlegs, be the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest outline on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. It's great stuff. Actually, more tame than I thought it would be. So very, very good stuff out of them. The Vikings look to be in the quarterback market. Do that in quick hitters next morning. Juice right here on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning. A heads up for drivers coming in from Pickerington. We are watching a crash on 33 westbound near Allen Road that has traffic backed up and going bumper to bumper leading to Pickerington Road. Keep that in mind if you're coming in from the far southeast side. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stagger. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ken. You're listening to Rob Manfred's least favorite radio show. This, this, this is Morning Juice. We're here on The Juice. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Affinity Whole Healthy Leader and Testosterone and Hormone Replacement Therapy. You can always visit them on the line at feelgreatcolumbus.com. Morning Juice presents Quick Hitters. Sharky? Yes. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday again, boys. Angels superstar Mike Trout still has seven years remaining on his $426 million contract. During his Hall of Fame career, his team has only made the postseason once, but Trout's not itching to get out of Anaheim. He's never requested a trade, but there has been speculation that he could be dealt. Yesterday, reporters asked him about leaving the Angels. I really haven't thought about this, but you know, when I signed that contract, I, I'm loyal. You know, I want to win the championship here. The overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction, bailing out and just taking the easy way out. So that's been my mindset. Maybe down the road if some things change, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculations you know, came up. Makes sense, Beamer. He'd, he'd rather lead his own team to success and a title than, you know jump on somebody else's bandwagon and help them win one yeah i guess so but at the end of the day i mean what's the realistic situation that they're actually going to win a world championship because right now i'm looking at FanDuel and shohei otani in the meantime this offseason just joined the death star in the los angeles dodgers their odds are plus 320 to win a world series you have to go all the way down Below the Cincinnati Reds, below the Cleveland Guardians, below the Miami Marlins, and below the Kansas City Royals to find the Los Angeles Angels currently at 180 to 1 to win a World Series. And he's locked up until what, 2030, I think? Yeah. I mean, he's got six more years on that contract. And I mean, in baseball, when you get an owner who's willing to spend, like they did on Anthony Rendon, which is an entirely different <laughs> different case with what he had to say uh, when spring training began for the Angels. He goes out there and he says, yeah, guys, listen, baseball is obviously my job, but it's not my main focus in life. Like, man, we paid you $240 million over a six-year extension, and you've yet to play over 50 games in a season for us. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, so uh, there's two very different paths that the Angels uh, have taken and that Rendon is taking and Mike Trout, but... I mean, good for him. You want to stick to your guns and uh, you want to stay there in Los Angeles and you want to win one with the Angels, good for you. I'm never going to, you know, flame a guy for wanting to do that. He's been there for his career. He's going to be a lifer with the Angels. And I mean, he's been terrific, but he's also been, you know, not healthy these last couple of years. So fully healthy Mike Trout, maybe, just maybe, they're a miracle, but I don't see it. You don't want to be living in the same neighborhood as the Marlins and Royals. No. And I just, at some point, like, that becomes Mike Trout's legacy. He's, He's the best bad meaningless baseball player of, of all time and i mean bad for playing on a team that has never contended yeah and if that's how you're going to measure success which 
that's how this society and sports work. You got to win championships. He's never been close. We're going to look back and say, boy, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani played on the same team and they never made the playoffs together. Mm. That's a crazy thing. Like Dick Butkus of the Bears, 10 years in the league, never played a playoff game. That's right. Ernie Banks of the Cubs, yeah. never played a playoff game. Crazy, isn't it? There are plenty of NFL teams that could use a good starting quarterback. Raiders, Falcons, Commodores, to name a few. And there's a pretty good one available. Commodores? <laughs> Who's that? I mean, the Commanders. <laughs> The commies. They changed their name again? The the commies. I'll just call them that. They might change their name, actually. Kirk Cousins is uh, close to being an unrestricted free agent. The Vikings still have exclusive negotiating rights, but according to our friend Albert Breer, Minnesota is not willing to give Cousins a fully guaranteed contract. In six seasons with the Vikings, Cousins' contracts have all been fully guaranteed. So, not anymore. And Minnesota can't use the franchise tag on him. So, Austin, it looks like Cousins will be available for any team that wants him. Yeah, I don't think I can really blame the Vikings for that. Coming off of injury and at the age that Cousins is at now. Is he 34, 36? Yeah, I mean, how much... Coming off an Achilles injury? Yeah, how much tread is really left on that tires? And do you want to fully guarantee that? I think that that's got to be the you know prudent financial decision for that team. But, you know... You're also in a world of crap shooting. If you are moving on from a, a guy who's shown he can produce and play at a high level, not the very highest, I think that's the complicating part of any Kirk Cousins decision. Is he the difference between winning a Super Bowl or not? I mean, probably I would have to say not. Yeah. You have to surround him with a lot of talent. Um, but he has done it. And there aren't a million options available to go play quarterback in the NFL. No, there's not. I mean, you look at the free agent class this year, right? I mean, Derek Carr, the free agent. Baker's a free agent. Well, depending on the negotiations with the Buccaneers. And it doesn't look like they're going to get a deal done. So he's going to hit the unrestricted free agent market. Like, he's probably the best free agent quarterback that's available to a team. You got the whole Jimmy G situation where he popped for peds and he's going to miss a couple of games. So... I mean, now you have to look like there's no ready to win roster. I feel like that as soon as you get Kirk Cousins service, like you become now a Super Bowl contender. He can get you to the playoffs. He can win some big games unless it's in prime time. But I just (laughs) I don't like that. I don't know if if you're going to want to spend that guaranteed dollars on Kirk Cousins when you could either draft a quarterback, take someone at a lower price point and it not be fully guaranteed. So I, I understand that the Vikings are kind of at a crossroads right now. And that's the conversation for the Falcons. W- would you? Yeah. I'd say that they're a team that has the talent around it. That Kirk Cousins could get them into the playoffs. Well, in the short term, is that the bet that you want to make? How much money do you want to invest compared to if you could swing a deal for Justin Fields Correct. and bet on the future at a lower price? Like In the short term, lower price, maybe he validates that and you have to pay a lot more in a year and a half's time. But those are the conversations that not just the Vikings, but every team that needs a quarterback will be having. Steve Spagnola has been very successful as a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Not a very successful head coach, though. He went 10-38 and 38 in three seasons as head coach of the Rams more than a decade ago. As a coordinator, he's won four Super Bowl rings with the Giants and Chiefs, but nobody is calling him about being a head coach again. Does he even want that job again? Well, Beamer, Spags, appeared on Mad Dog Sports Radio this weekend and when asked, said absolutely would want to but if it never happens i'm a blessed man yeah he seems to be doing all right in his current role uh, with the kansas city chiefs i mean they're racking and sacking and he's back for next year and 
You know, they're going to go for a third straight Super Bowl. Uh, the interesting thing about, I mean, James is very familiar with Spags, played for him uh, when he was the head coach for the Rams, and I believe also played for him. Uh, I don't know if he's down at the Saints with him or what, but he said he said multiple interactions with him. Uh, and James, I mean, gushes about Steve Spagnuolo and what he does. And you now there are some guys who are suited to be a head coach, and there are other guys who are just really, really good at being coordinators. And I think Spags, whether it be fair or unfair, has kind of got labeled as, well, you're maybe not a great head coach, but you're a world-class coordinator. There's nothing wrong with that. And self-evaluation can be a beautiful thing. And understanding what your ceiling is, your value to teams, to programs, to schools, whatever. And if you are the best at that, you may not... It doesn't always translate to running your own deal. You can make a very comfortable living. You can win a lot of games. He's won four Super Bowls, been a part of that. Like... That's good. Be happy with where you are sometimes. And I'm not telling anybody how to live spags to how to live his life specifically. But you do see this like for a long time Brent Venables was like, "You know what? I'm making 3 million at Clemson and I'm they're good. winning championships. I I'm going to take that." And then he finally left it. And what's happened? As is his job satisfaction way better at Oklahoma struggling to win games and then now heading to the SEC? I doubt it. I don't know if it's uh, good for Clemson fans either because they have not been the same since he left either. One former Buckeye continues to have an unbelievable, valuable professional career. We'll do that in the re-rack coming up next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and a good Tuesday morning to you. Right now we are watching a crash on 33 westbound at Allen Road in Pickerington. Westbound traffic is starting to back up in this area. If you're coming in from the far southeast side, add a couple extra minutes to your commute. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stucker. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If this show made a scented candle, it would smell like bad coffee, unwashed jockstrap, and grass clippings. I wasn't sure how you take your coffee. You're listening to Morning Juice. So, mouth or enema? Hour number two of the program for us on a Tuesday. Brandon Beam, Austin Ward, Mark the Shark. Bob on the Buckeye Cruise checked in with Schlegs earlier on in the 6 o'clock hour. Going to re-air that for you coming up here in about an hour's time, around 8.05, 7.20 this morning. Coming up in our next segment, Jean-Luc Grandpierre, the hyphenator. He's going to join the program, talk a little jackets with him. Uh, Bob had a chance to then talk to some current Buckeyes uh, on this roster, on the Buckeye Cruise. It's Defender Day here on the Morning Juice. Jack Sawyer at 7.35 this morning. Cody Simon coming up here at 8.35 a little bit later on this morning. So a whole heck of a lot to do. Such a little time to do it. Right now, let's hit a regret. Keeping you informed about what's trending this morning. It's time for a little re-rack on Morning Juice. Sponsored by Billiards Plus. Your destination for top-of-the-line grills with up to 30-year warranties. Billiards Plus on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Hey, A-Ward Sports. Yeah? Why don't you give me a number? 13. Caller number 13. You get in right now. 614-821-9710. That's the phone number. 
You're going to be walking away with the four-pack of tickets to the 2024 Columbus Auto Show. The show starts Thursday, February 22nd, runs all the way through this Sunday, the 25th of February, at the Columbus Convention Center. Tickets are on sale right now at ColumbusAutoShow.com. Looking at their website right now, looks pretty good. 614-821-9710, that's the phone number. Caller number 13, you get into Shark, you'll be walking away with a four-pack of tickets to go to the Columbus Auto Show. Again, runs from Thursday to Sunday. Anytime use is going to be good on those bad boys. Again, ColumbusAutoShow.com, you can go and visit that. Uh, shout out to our guy Scott on Twitter who frequently <laughs> tweets the program. Um, he said yesterday, now we had the Daytona 500 yesterday that, that ran. And what did he say? Uh, yesterday he goes, just, you know, be weary of the first 400 some laps. Yeah, skip the start. Skip. <laughs> he goes, watch the pre-race, skip the middle, turn it on with about 10 laps to go. I turned it on. I'm trying to think what time this was. William was just being put down for bed. So this is probably 7.15-ish last night. I turned it on, and I saw that they were still running. I'm like, my God, that's a long race. Compared to F1, that's it's two hours. Yeah. You know, you're in and out. I'm like, God, these guys are still going. they got to be exhausted. It's a pretty incredible achievement that they're able to you know, race through this. And so I, I turned it on, and there was 47 laps to go. And I immediately turned to, like, dirty jobs. I'm like, nope, that's a little too much. There's a little too much time left to go. In this, I turned it on with uh, like 20 laps to go, and then there was a gigantic crash, <laughs> like just huge crash. Uh, Joey Longano, aka Joey Lugano, my guy, long gone, uh, who I had picked up uh, just out of nowhere with Common Man and T Bone like a decade ago, uh, got crashed out by William Byron. They restart the race. Uh, Ryan Blaney got crashed out too, and that Come big on. crash. Uh, and then they restarted the race, Austin, with like 10 laps to go or nine laps. I don't know exactly how many they had to go. And then there was another gigantic crash, and uh, they finished the race without actually going to the checkered flag. So William Byron wins the Daytona 500 and a very crash-laden, I guess, classic Daytona 500 finish because that always happens. If that's supposed to be like the grand showcase, yeah. hey, casual race fans, casual sports fans, it's Daytona. It's the big one. Come watch this. You'll love it. I'm not sure that's the most compelling argument for me to yeah, want to watch I don't NASCAR. want to see, I, like, in my younger stage of life, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's great for the Rex. Like, now I'm like, that seems rather dangerous. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, going 180 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour, like, I don't know if I necessarily enjoy seeing those auto wrecks. Yeah, and, and even when they happen in F1, which I do enjoy, and also because of the time commitment that's required for that which again is up to everybody how much you want to invest in any sport i won't tell you how to how to enjoy your sports um but i don't want to see them crash like that's not the appeal for me and a lot of them are really scary and if yes. they happen and we know that they can be that bad in nascar as well so i just i don't I don't enjoy that part and i know that's some of some of the fun and like you never know what's going to happen unpredictability but you know yeah, to devote all weekend to Daytona, and then there was no satisfying resolution. I uh, so I'm, I'm watching it last night, and I don't know who the commentators are. Again, I'm like when we talk about novice to expert level, I am like super sub novice, sub novice, like when it comes to NASCAR. And I'm listening to the announcers because I'm like, all right, well they have insight to what's going on, and like they were predicting a crash. They're like, okay, it's getting pretty intense. And then a few laps go by, and there's the crash, and they were like, yep, see, told you. Told you so. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Watch. Uh, Here they go, Jim. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Here we go, Jim. It was like Tony Romo. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that was basically uh, what I got. So uh watched a little bit of that last night, and just sitting there like, boy, I don't know if that was necessarily doctored up 
to me. But if you're a NASCAR fan and you enjoyed it, uh, there you go. Jackets at the Kings tonight at 1030. 10 o'clock coverage begins here on the fan. They got a back-to-back coming up here. So at the Kings tonight, then at the Ducks tomorrow. We'll check in with the hyphenator Jean-Luc Grampierre uh, here around 720 this morning. Talk all things Jackets, of course, moving on from Yarmo last week. Going to be a big topic of conversation uh, with Jean-Luc coming up here. Uh, in our next segment, Mike Conley signed a, an extension with the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a two-year, $21 million contract extension with the Timberwolves on Monday. Now, Mike Conley's contract situation is pretty remarkable. <laughs> Can you take a stab at what the career earnings through 2026 with this newest extension for Mike Conley? Mike Conley, career earnings... I'm going just to just a wild shark. You two, three, I mean, you can get in here and three hundred twenty million. All right, three hundred twenty million for Austin. I'm going to go three forty two. I know when he signed that big second contract for about a week, maybe a month, he was the highest paid player in the NBA. So you guys are a little heavy on that. Two hundred ninety four point six million is his current career earnings after this contract. I mean, we're talking about three hundred million dollars. That Mike Conley has earned across the NBA. That's an incredible accomplishment. And I saw Josh from 11 Warriors uh, tweet this out. Can you guys take a stab at the rest of the top five highest earning Buckeyes, regardless of sport, that have oh. that that have the most money in contracts? Mm, man. There's one basketball, three football. No baseball. No baseball. Okay, I was going to go with Nick Swisher. Mm-mm. Uh, one basketball, Michael Red. It's got to be Michael Red, doesn't it? Michael Red is not on the list. What? Oh boy, um, these are all current guys. Yeah. So Joey Bosa's deal, Nick Bosa's deal. Yep, you got two of them. Uh, those are up there. Um, let's go, Shark. Who else you got out there? Nick Bosa is the Shark's second. Trying to figure out the basketball one, right? Nick, Nick Bosa is the second. Highest earning Buckeye ever at $222.6 million. His contract is up in 2028. Joey will be the great usurper of this come next year because his contract ends in 2025 and he's at $175.3 million. And he will get a new contract somewhere that then trumps his brother for a little bit until Nick resigns in 2028 at some point. Sounds like you were really playing into his love of Game of Thrones there as well. That's true. The great usurper. Yes. You know, he was an extra in Game of Thrones. I am aware. Yeah. Loves it. Does. What's not to love? I'm listening to Game of Thrones on audiobook right now. I've gotten through the first It'll two. take longer than the show. It do, it's way longer than the show. The first book, just a Game of Thrones by George R.R. R. Martin, I think was 32 hours on audiobook. Oh, my. The second one was Clash of Kings, maybe, or I don't remember the title of it. It's 38 hours. This newest book, not the newest book, the newest one to me, the third iteration of Game of Thrones, uh, in which I'm listening to on audiobook, is 47 and a half hours. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Imagine having to sit there and record it and read it. Imagine having to sit there and write it. Who does? Do you know who does the audio reading for uh, it? Is, I it, can a, tell, is well, it a famous No, it's famous not really. Name? No, it's not really a famous guy, but he does a really nice job. Okay. Does a really nice job. I'm not sure which guy was better voice acting, the guy who was doing the Game of Thrones book or the guy who did the Lord of the Rings book. Because the Lord of the Rings guy was remarkable. Read by Roy Dotris. Oh, yeah. Roy Dunk. Yeah. How can you forget him? Um, Famous for the Colgate Comedy Hour. Yes. 
Uh, how about Zeke's contract extension? No, nope. that's a good guess. Nope, Zeke is not on there. Didn't uh, make it. Because it's got to be somebody... Who got who, a huge second know, deal in the last, like, 10 years. Right. I mean, like, Orlando Pace would have made a lot of money, but not today's money. Malcolm Jenkins. It's one of your favorite teams, Shark, this guy plays for. Well, I only have one favorite team. One of your favorite teams this guy plays for. It's either basketball or football. Oh, oh, I, I see where you're going. Well, there aren't any Buckeyes on the Cavaliers. <laughs> okay, that <laughs> knocks off half of the selection yeah. set. Uh, and it's not Mike Tomzak. <laughs> Who, Sound, where, sounds like we've narrowed it down to Denzel Ward. Yeah, there we go. Denzel <laughs> Ward. Wow. Is number that right? five highest earning Buckeye of all time, $144 million. He His contract ends in 2027. Wait, Zeke, Zeke didn't make more than $144 million? I thought hey. he got that bonkers extension from uh, Jerry yeah, Jones like, when they resigned Dak and Zeke both. Like, he was the last high-priced yeah. running back. Maybe Derek. And he, and he always goes and gives it back on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. That's right. Which, that was cool to see when I was on that trip a couple of years ago. Like, Zeke just showing up and like, I'm going to bid on everything and then I'm going to double whatever I said I was going to pay. He was he was really generous. It was super cool to watch him on that. You know, some people, like, he's had his ups and downs, but that dude is always great. In my experiences with, with giving back to people and being involved and certainly the Cruise for Cancer, but... You know, he seventy three mil for Zeke. That just that surprises That's it, me. huh? That's it, yeah. Well <laughs> yeah, I'd like <laughs> to have it, but yeah. I'm just saying I, I would have guessed he was over a hundred million. So someone has made more basketball money yeah. than Michael Conley and Michael Red. No, not more than Mike Conley. Mike Conley's the highest. Okay. Oh, someone else is in there. Someone's sandwiched between Joey Bosa and Denzel Ward. Wow. We're gonna feel really between 175 million and 144 million. Buckeye. You didn't get to see this guy for very long here in Columbus. So, like, Greg Oden got an insane deal like that? <laughs> it wasn't. It was not Greg Oden. It was not Greg Oden's Raven. He was one and done here. Yes. Yes, he was. I mean, it's not Malachi, and no, it's not no. EJ, and no. it's not... No. It's not uh, Bryce. No. Older than that. Man, who are we forgetting? Uh, it's Lefty. I think. Lefty, I think. This dead air that we're just leaving out there this morning I, is I, really... I'm drawing a total blank. Slotting in at number four. Is he... Was he a Holtman guy or no, a Mata? Oh, that guy. We got to go back to Thad. D'Angelo <laughs> Russell. Ah! Uh, number uh, four. Okay. Lefty, correct? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right, see? I got it. That does seem obvious now. Mike yeah. Con- <laughs> it, it, it does. It sure does. Mike Conley, 295, basically. Nick Bosa, 222. Joey Bosa, 175. D'Angelo Russell, 175. That, His contract's up in 2025 as well. You know, Austin, there were a thousand people out there in their car like, just going, yelling you guys are yeah, idiots. Like, come, on, come on. We're giving them dead air, and they're all filling it. I'm yeah. surprised we couldn't hear them. I, it's, I don't even, like, I, I don't. For me, I just don't even think about the D'Angelo Russell era at Ohio State. It was so quick and it felt so underwhelming that I'm gonna I'm using that as my excuse for failing something that does seem very clear. Like I just I don't ever even associate him with Ohio State personally. Hey, you guys got there in the end. That's all that matters. Well, you 
You walked us up to That's, the edge. You gave <laughs> a it couple, to a couple you of times. Lead these horses to water, and then you just dunked our heads down. Drink this. Justin from Columbus is the winner of the four-pack of tickets to go to the Columbus Auto Show. Congrats to him. He knew he needed to be caller number 13 this morning. The hyphenator, Jean-Luc Grampier, he's going to join us. We'll talk some jackets with him next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. We are watching a crash over on the far southeast side. Coming in from Lancaster, watch for slid on 33 westbound near Allen Road as crews are working a crash over there. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stagger. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Beamer is tweeting about Formula One. Oh, hells yes. Bobby is tweeting Rick Springfield concert video. Both are a cry for help. This is one twisted mother. This is Morning Juice. There's Law here, a little Tuesday edition of the program. Brandon Beam, Austin Ward, Mark the Shark. Before we check with Jean Luke, I know what that sound means. It's time to head to the rooster. It is an Appetizer Tuesday. Appetizer Thursday. Which means it is an Appetizer Thursday, which means the selected appetizer is just three bucks all day long over at Roosters. Today's Appetizer Tuesday, well, it features sneaky, sneaky good Appetizer Tuesday special. It's the Roosters Onion Feathers. It's battered onion petals, fried to a golden brown, served with a side of plucking sauce, in which Bob doesn't like to say it's the plucking sauce. Pluck you sauce, according to Bobby Carpenter. He likes to call it the plucking sauce. That's correct. So go hang out at Roosters. Coming up here in one hour's time. We're going to play That's What He Said. And the winner of That's What He Said is going to receive a $50 gift card over to Roosters, which you can use on an Appetizer Tuesday and just get a bevy full 15-plus orders of onion petals. 16. 16. That's correct. See, I'm not a math guy here on the show, but luckily, Austin, you are. So a little bit later on the program, again, we're going to be giving away a $50 gift card over to our good friends over at Roosters. Morning Juice presents Talking Jackets. Give it back to Johnny Gaudreau. Left wing circle. Takes a shot. And he scores. Here's Johnny. Sponsored by Schottenstein Roofing. Proud partner of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Heading out to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Check with our good friend. He is the hyphenator, Jackets analyst, Jean-Luc Grandpierre. Jean-Luc, thanks for the time. Always appreciate it. Pretty uh, wild week in Jackets land with the news that uh, Yarmo finds himself without a job last week. Uh, Jean-Luc, just uh, your thoughts on the entire situation that came down later last week. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of like a surprise a little bit. I, I was actually uh, out skating when it happened, so I had no clue what happened until maybe two hours later when I, I looked at my phone. But, uh, you know, it was kind of like the, the timing was off, right? It was the day, I believe the day after the uh, the game against the Ottawa Senators, mm-hmm. and you're you're just kind of like sitting there, you're like, Huh, what just happened here? And then after when John Davidson gave the explanation of the timing of everything, it made a little bit more sense, which, you know, he said he had some health, uh, health problems because everybody was kind of assuming if you're going to make a change, you're going to make 
can't, you know, during that break, <laughs> you're coming off a 10 day break, play two games. And then all of a sudden there's a, there's a, a separation between the general manager and the team. It was kind of odd, but uh, it all makes sense now. So that was the reason of the timing. Uh, now, was it surprising? Listen, I think uh, from the explanation they gave is basically they said, Hey, we, uh, once, you don't believe that you have the right person in place. Why keep him? It doesn't matter of the timing of it. If it's early, middle, or late in the season at this point, especially with the trade deadline coming, uh, I think uh, they decided that it was time to go their separate ways. Jean-Luc, when something like that happens in the middle of a season, I mean, obviously these guys are all professionals. You've been in that situation before. How does that go down in the room? How much conversation is there really uh, about that? Uh, there's definitely some disc- some uh, discussion about it. Uh, I've never been part of a general manager firing. Uh, you know, the, I've seen coach fire, get fired, and I can tell you, right away in the locker room, uh, it's like uh, you you get a sense that you let somebody down, right, and cause them their job. So it, it hurts for sure. But now, when it's a general manager, it's even more than just you know the players, because now you have players. Uh, you have coaches and maybe the general manager doesn't make the direct decision as far as player, you know, ice time. But nevertheless, this is the guy that, you know, may have drafted you, traded for you or gave you like, you know, a big long contract with a lot of money. So you kind of feel like you let that person down more than anything else. So it it goes a long way. And uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, listen, these guys are not, Stupid. They know that there has not been a season like they should have had. They knew that some head may roll, and uh, unfortunately it happened here. He is Jean-Luc Grandpierre, the hyphenator with us here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Jean-Luc, um, I mean, let's have you put on your general manager hat right now. If you were a free agent general manager and uh, you were selecting organizations to come to, why is Columbus a better destination than the rest uh, as we get into kind of the trade deadline, end of the season, and then off season here? Uh, why? Uh, I mean, I think the uh, you look at the core, you know, like the what you call the core and the farm. It's extremely promising, and uh, you got a couple guys in Cleveland. You got some guys that have not even turned pro yet that are coming uh, that that have been drafted over the last couple of years. Whether you talk about uh, uh, Denton Mateshuk or uh, Jordan Demay, you know, you still have Yurichek in the American League. And then you have the young core here, right? Uh, with the Fentilis, Marchenko, Voronkov, that's here. Craig, uh, I mean, uh, Kent Johnson. So there's a lot of young talent as well. And as a general manager, I mean, you already have your building block. It's not like, hey, I got to start from scratch and start drafting guys to build a future. That's been done. That's been laid out already. So now you have a mix of veterans. Uh, you got some veterans that, that are underperforming their contracts, so that's the big problem that you may have, but you also have a really good young core. So, uh, and obviously ownership is uh, an ownership that kind of, once they put somebody in place, they give them 100% trust so you know that you're not going to have an owner necessarily looking over your shoulder at every single move that you make. So uh, that's what makes it re- extremely attractive for those candidates. All right, Jean-Luc, before we get you out of here, last week at the same time, we asked you what the Jackets would do on the road trip. Now, you said 3-1. and one. Uh, They lost that first game in Ottawa. They won in dramatic fashion on Saturday against San Jose. They get L.A. and Anaheim coming up here. Uh, two games in the next two days. Are you doubling down on the 3-1 and one record, or are you changing your prediction? 
<laughs> you know, I never changed my mind. So I'm gonna <laughs> you know, after tonight, tonight's going to be the big test. Listen, Los Angeles has been hot as of late, so they kind of turn it around since we talked. But you know what? There's always that one game, that one thing that's going to come and be that thorn in your, uh, in your finger. So hopefully Blue Jackets can be that for the LA Kings here tonight. Hey, we're not changing off of it. We're sticking to our guns. Three and one means a win tonight and a win tomorrow. Jean-Luc, always appreciate the time. Have a great day, buddy. Uh, get some coffee in your system before the night tonight, and we'll check in again next week, okay? All right. See ya. There he goes. Jean-Luc Grandpierre, the hyphenator, with us here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. He ain't backing down. He's not doing it. He's not scared. No, he's not scared to be great. He's never scared to be great. He's the best. Ohio State defensive end Jack Sawyer joins Bob from the Buckeye Cruise next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. Right now, if you are coming in from the far southeast side, watch for slowdowns on 33 westbound because of a crash at Allen Road that crews are working to clear up right now. Keep this in mind if you're coming in from the Lancaster area. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Steigerwald. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health? Starts Thursday at 545 on ESPN Columbus. Your home for all things Buckeyes. The fan and ESPN Columbus. Ohio sports destiny. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Just a couple of dudes being guys. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. You're listening to Morning Juice. Here's the law here. Brandon Beam, Austin Ward, Mark the Shark. Bob, continuing his tour of the Buckeye Cruise for cancer, had an opportunity to sit down with Buckeye defensive end Jack Sawyer. Take it away, Bob. Sitting here with Jack Sawyer on the Buckeye Cruise. Senior defensive end, pick North native. This is your first year, first time on the Buckeye Cruise. You're a Central Ohio guy. Jack, what has this been like for you? Uh, it's been awesome. It's a great experience, you know, being here with my teammates and the guys who've played here before us and giving back to, to you know, for cancer research and, and raising money. It means the world to us and uh, very, very happy to be here. So you were out there, you saw the Roosters wing tasting earlier, a part of that, watching some of your teammates put each other on blast. Guys, guys are forcing hot sauce on other guys. Like, it seems like there's a pretty close bond and, and a great culture with your group. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, Coach Day, you know, really preaches it's a brotherhood, and we all bought.
bought into that when we, the minute we stepped on campus, and, and you feel it. Uh, it's real, and it's not just something we say. And uh, you know, when you see us interact with each other off the field, I think people can really see that we love each other way more past football too. And uh, it's relationships that we've built that are going to last a lifetime. You know, people talk about you know NIL and the transfer portal, all these things that happened. It, it happened since you got into college, and you know, still that brother the brotherhood is consistent. You chose to come back this year. You talk, you know, the guy who plays defensive end with you, JT Tuimolo comes back. Lathan Ransom, Denzel Burke, uh, you know, Trey Henderson, a bunch of guys. A lot of the guys on the boat chose to make decisions to come back. When you talk about culture and the brotherhood, all those different things, like, and you see that, like, was that a conscious decision that you made? Was there discussions among guys? How did that all go? Yeah, you know, I think when after the season, you know, we. Not only did we not accomplish the main goal that we always have going into the year, but we also, you know, let one slip to end the season in the Cotton Bowl as well. And, uh, you know, we just kind of had a really bad taste in our mouth, you know, with our last three years, how they've gone at the end of the season. And uh, I think for a lot of us, you know, talking with everybody who came back and uh, even some of the guys who decided not to come back, you know, we all collectively came up with a decision that, you know, we can't go out like that. And uh, there's some bad taste in our mouth that we had, a, you know, we had another chance and opportunity to come back and, and rewrite the narrative. And that's the reason why we decided to come back collectively. So you know, you're a Central Ohio guy, which kind of makes it unique. You know, you're a big North guy. I'm from Lancaster, got a chance to watch you play a ton. Um, and, you know, it's one thing being from the state of Ohio to play at Ohio State, even more importantly, like, you, you're 15, 20 miles from campus yeah. growing up. I mean, what, what has that been like? Has Ohio State been everything that you thought it would be? Anything more, anything less? Differences? I mean, the expectations once you got here after seeing it so close for so long, but now finally being in it. Yeah, and I think, you know, playing at Ohio State, uh, as you hit on, I grew up 15 minutes down the road. Uh, so playing at Ohio State really sunk in the first time I ran onto the field. You know, it was a surreal, surreal feeling and uh, just such a great opportunity God's blessed me with. And, uh, you know, I don't take it for granted any day that I, I get to put that scarlet and gray on, whether it's in the weight room, on the practice field, or on the on the game field on Saturdays. So being close to home, growing up 15 minutes away, seeing all my friends and my family and uh, playing for the hometown team that I grew up uh, in the city in is, is something that I don't take lightly. And I think that... It's been everything I could have wished for and more. And, uh, you know, I would never have wanted to come, go anywhere else and play for anybody else besides Coach Day and Coach Johnson, uh, Coach Mick, you know, guys that I'd go to war for any day and uh, guys that I'd commit to 100 times again if I had to. You know, so you come to Ohio State. You're part of a, a great class, especially the defensive line. You and JT, obviously two of the best defensive ends, you know, in the country. When you get here, you decide to stay. Um you know, this defense, what are the expectations this year? Last year, very good, yeah. improved a ton in the first year under Jim Knowles. How do you feel about even the second season under him? I feel we feel really good. You know, we're really excited. Uh, we got a lot of the key pieces back, which is huge, and uh, added some good pieces too, you know, Caleb Downs and some of the other guys. And, uh, you know, so the, you know, I think the expectation is to be the best in the country. Uh, I think it's that simple. You know, we're the silver bullets, and I think that, you know, holding ourselves to that standard of being the best in the country week in and week out is is really the only way that we can, really the only goal that we have set for for ourselves and taking care of business every day and going about it like a business-style approach. And uh, I think Coach Knowles is doing a great job with, with us of that right now. And uh, so I think every time we step on the field on Saturdays is just the mentality that we're going to be the, the baddest dudes in the country. So you mentioned, you know, Caleb Downs, transfer portal, guys coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a little bit different now. It's not something that maybe you dealt with earlier in your career. I never really had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, we know Schlegs is here. You know, he had to sit out. But you didn't see a lot of transfers coming in. You know, 
David Sending Benusen, IGB, you know, comes in, obviously yeah. a very impactful guy. They've had a couple of guys. What's it like when guys come in from the transfer portal and trying to like integrate them into the team? Yeah, you know, I think uh, everyone's a little different. You know, some guys who got outgoing personalities, you know, it's kind of just like fit right away. And then, you know, some guys might take them a little bit. Some guys will come, you know, take a little time to come out of their shells. But I think as a whole, you know, Coach Day and, you know, our staff and the guys we have in our locker room are so welcoming that I think guys naturally, as soon as they step foot on campus, you know, it's kind of like a relief that, you know, they're coming to a team, you know, who's coming, who's welcoming them with open arms. And so I think that everybody's had a pretty smooth transition uh, into our locker room. So, you know, maybe the outcome for the Missouri game maybe isn't what obviously the team wanted. You played really well, one of your best games production wise mm-hmm. of the season. You know, going into the game, did you feel like you're gonna have a breakout or is that something that just kinda happened? You know, I think that uh I think that's those games are just kinda something that happens. You know, I think that uh you know, the whole year I just was building on each and every game, you know, just staying within the system and, you know, playing as hard as I can, you know, giving all I got for my brothers. And I was just fortunate enough, you know, to make some plays that game. And, you know, the ball swung my way a few times and, uh, you know, just made the plays when it, when it came to me. You know, we talked a little bit about, you know, JT earlier. He's on the boat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, your relationship with him, you guys are kind of the bookend defensive ends. You came in together. You chose to come back. Both of you are going to be here for your fourth and final season at Ohio State. And you know, a lot of people out here are your friends, your friend Lee. You know, what's that relationship like, and kind of how does that work? Yeah, no, me and JT are great friends. I think our relationships definitely built a lot after last year after being the bookends together. And uh, you know, off the field, we start hanging out a lot more too. We golf with each other. Uh, so me and so me and, J, me and JT's relationship is really well, really good, and. Uh, he's one of my best friends, and off the field too. We hang out, with golf, you know, just mess around, and uh, you know, on the field, obviously, having him on across from me is a is a benefit and a blessing, and it's fun to play with him. So, you know, you're the Central Ohio guy, so you're obviously familiar with many of the things that are going on. Do guys lean yeah. on you about where do we go, where do we play golf, what do we do? Kind of how does that work? Yeah, you know, definitely, when we're playing golf. We're going here to get some food, or doing this, or doing that. You know, I'm the guy in the point of contact. Uh, whenever someone needs something around in Columbus, Central Ohio. They, they call me and ask me, and uh, you know I usually got a good answer for them. So I think I know Columbus pretty well. Uh, that's good. I mean, I know that yeah. you know, over the time, you know, Kate Stover was here. He was another guy that people kind of leaned in. Yep. You know, local guys, but you know that, that local flair. And people are worried. You know, you're an Ohio guy, and you know they they ask. You know, there's not maybe quite as many Ohio guys on the team as there have been right. you know, 20 years ago. Do you? Yep. You know, you grew up watching. Do, do you feel like there's an importance? Upon as far as you know the Michigan game, everything else, the tradition. In your mind, have you seen any slippage with any of that? You know, I think in my mind, I haven't seen any slippage in that. You know, I think that you hit on a good point that maybe we don't have as many Ohio kids as we once had, and I think uh, you know, I think that we're going to recruit the best players yep. uh, regardless of state, obviously, and then you know the best in Ohio got to stay in Ohio, and uh, that's kind of that was my mentality when we were coming out of high school. I think that we got. I think in my class, even though a couple have transferred out, we had like the top 10, I think, all came here. So I think it's important. I think it, I really do think it's important. Uh, but I don't see any any slippage in us having, you know, not as many Ohio guys when it pertains to maybe, you know, how the, the outcome of the game has been in the last couple of years. So I ask, uh, ask everybody this, since he's back there and he's on the regular uh, on our show, a good friend of mine, my man Anthony Schlegel back in the weight room. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, what, what's, what's that been like seeing him run around and, and being involved with you guys? I mean, it's been awesome. Awesome. You know, we all laugh and joke around. We haven't, I've never met a guy so amped up 
so excited to be somewhere at five in the morning like 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 coach Slagle is and the energy and the passion he brings to lifting weights and being a Buckeye is just it's something that rubs off on all of us and he's only been there for two weeks and I feel like I've known him a whole life uh seems like such a great guy excited to keep working with him so you guys are in the middle of you know winter workouts right now you're gonna be transitioning to spring ball you know, what have the winter workouts been like? How mat drills, all these different things, the, the, the team building. It's your final time going through all yeah. of that. You know, the importance of it for the team building. Then what's what's that situation been for you guys? Yeah, you know, it's 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 you know, it's crazy to think that my class, you know, the twenty one class, is already going into our last season. You know, uh, really tight knit group from the recruiting process and. It feels like, you know, we've known each other since we were freshmen in high school, talking about playing in the shoe, and then fast forward, next thing you know, snap of a finger, you're going to your senior year, last go around, and uh, so it's just, you know, the offseason's been great, mad drills have been, have been good, been, been turned up a little bit, and, you know, we know it's our last go around, so we can't leave any stone unturned, and we're going to give it all we got, all offseason, all summer, all camp, and then, you know, lift our head back up at the end of the season see where we're at. Final question here, you know, mentioned fourth year, coming back, a number of guys, fourth year guy, you had senior day, I mean, the leadership element coming into play. Yep. You know, how does that play into kind of difference from this year to maybe your previous off seasons and what that looks like? Yeah, I think uh, you hit on it for me and I think for a lot of us as well, you know, we think about tri- the Trays and the Meccas and JTs who all decided to come back uh, Donovan's, uh, you know, we all know that it's on us now, and uh, we're the old guys, and we're the ones who are going to set the standard and leave Ohio State the way that we wanted to leave it for the young guys once we're done after next year. And so we just want to, you know, we want to be the best leaders on and off the field, set the right examples, you know, not let anything slip. If someone's slacking off, we're going to call it out. Tough love, it's one of our mottos. And uh, if you're not on board, you know, you're going to find out real quick, and you better change it. So. Uh, you know, that's just the mentality we're taking right now as leaders. And, you know, we're all in one direction, all in one goal, you know, one, one way. And, uh, you know, we're really excited of, where, of how the team's responding and how guys are buying into it. Here we go. Like Harry Styles, one direction. The standard is the standard. <laughs> Thank you, Jack Sawyer. Yes, sir. There they go. Jack Sawyer, Bob Carpenter with us here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Outline from the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. We're going to let you know what has us choose next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. We are still watching a crash on the far southeast side on 33 westbound. This is on 33 westbound near Allen Road. Crews are working to clear this up right now. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stoggart. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Cash Browns and Smackdowns. You're listening to Morning Juice. Well, here on the Juice, are brought to you by our good friends over at Affinity Whole Healthy Leader in testosterone and hormone replacement therapy. You can always visit them online over at FeelGreatColumbus.com. What's got you juiced? Sponsored by Newman Roofing. Call Newman Roofing today at 614-NEW-ROOF or visit online at NewmanRoofing.com. Hey, Sharky. Yes? Heard from this guy in the 6 o'clock hour. We're going to hear from him again here in about 15 minutes. What's got Schlegs juice today? He was a little sleepy on this particular day. Uh-oh. We kind of started figuring out just now really what I'm like. 
some people they're like, yeah, you get better with age. You're like a fine wine. No, I'm like breakfast or dinner. That's what I am. I'm good all the time. Whether it's on a Tuesday or a Thursday, it's always leg day because it's freaking waffles for dinner. Let's go. <laughs> I think that was also in the incoherent ramblings morning. <laughs> yeah. He, where he yeah. was talking about the Waffle House and how it's been around since the 40s. Could have been, yeah. I think it was. Didn't have a lot of juice that day. How about Jack Sawyer saying, man, it feels like I know that guy my entire life. <laughs> At 5 a.m., he's ready to rock. I'm like, well, he really isn't. But Schlegs has also never met a stranger. So it's, yeah. it's, it's six of one. And I don't know what the other is. No, I don't either. <laughs> that is so true. I'll bet on this Buckeye cruise for cancer, he gets in the elevator and just starts talking to people. He has no idea who they are. Even if there's nobody in the elevator. <laughs> that, well, that's true, too. And, and speaking of that, I'm really juiced that we had Jack Sawyer on. I'll tell you how old Morning Juice is. Yeah. We had Jack on the show when he was in high school. Yep. Man. We've been around a long time, Beam. We have been. You're I feel gonna, older every day. I feel like you're probably going to host Morning Juice for like 40 years don't before you call quits. I think, no, I think so. That's so. got him juiced this morning. He's <laughs> yeah. thinking about the next 40 years in that chair. Tell you what, I uh, they had a little matinee, President's Day matinee <laughs> <laughs> yesterday in uh, Minneapolis in yeah. the NHL. Crazy. Unbelievable game. The fans were booing the home team because they were down five to two. Two different times in that game, they trailed by three goals. But they wound up having their greatest offensive uh, day in franchise history. They beat Vancouver 10-7. to Most goals they've ever scored in a game. The previous franchise record was eight. They got ten yesterday. Three players had hat tricks yeah. in that game. Two for the Wild, one for the Canucks. That's the first time that has happened in the NHL in more than 31 years. Minnesota scored a franchise record seven goals in the third period. It's the most in a period by any NHL team since the Caps scored eight in the second period of a game 25 years ago. We, uh, how many did we put up against the Canadiens? Uh, I know we put up 10. <laughs> 10 banger. Against, um, was it Montoya was the goalies? Al Montoya, I think. I don't know what the period shakedown was, but I know we had a, yeah, we had a 10 to 1 banger a couple of years ago. And then uh, the Wild scored four goals in a span of two minutes, 17 seconds. They scored six goals in a span of five minutes, 45 seconds. That's, Is that good? That's pretty darn good. If that if that game was in Columbus, we, we wouldn't have heard the cannon shoot 10 times because they would have run out of cannonballs. <laughs> it would have run out of ammunition. <laughs> the uh, Jackets and Canadians game that I'm talking about yeah. finished 10 nothing. We scored 10 goals, three in the first. Five in the second, two in the third. Nice. So a nice little scattering yeah. there. Now, as we all know, in a few months, the Pac-12 uh, will be down to just two teams, Oregon State and Washington State. The other 10 are going to either the Big Ten or the Big 12 or the ACC. Um, still, the Pac-12 yesterday named Teresa Gould as their new commissioner, replacing George Klyovkov, who is, uh, of course, being removed on March 1st. Gould, I don't know how long she's going to be the commissioner of a league that's probably not going to be around much longer, but she becomes the first woman to be a commissioner of a Power Five conference. Is that like a temp job? Did they just go fill that down the street? Yeah, because I I don't know when the actual exodus happens, maybe June 1st or whatever, so she's going to have that job for three or four months. But good for her. She's the first one to ever do that. In the, at a Power 5 conference, which will no longer be a Power Definitely 5 conference. Definitely not a Power 5 conference. Uh, Austin, what has you juiced? I'm excited. In, uh, what do we got? Let's see. 
Three, eight, three hours and five minutes. James Laurinaitis and Matt Guerreri will be on a microphone at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center uh, for the offseason when you can throw out just a couple pieces of red meat uh, yep. to the media like me and make my job a little bit easier. I love it. Uh, it's not just to make my job easier, but also to be able to talk about this team and get ready for spring ball, which starts two weeks from today. Uh, so to hear from James uh, after getting that promotion to the full-time role leading the linebackers and then with Matt Guerreri returning from... He was here two years ago in in the GA role. Uh, he's worked with Jim Knowles previously, um, but he's coming back uh, from Indiana after a one-year absence from the Woody uh, to lead that safeties group. Hearing from these guys and in a couple really intriguing positions because there's going to be new faces playing there at linebacker for James Laurinaitis. It's a big spring for them. It's a safety-driven defense, so Macarary, you know, looking at the options there with how to align with Lathan Ransom, Caleb Downs coming in, Jordan Hancock at safety. If Sonny Styles needs, these guys can go. That's going to be the main talking point. That'll that'll be juicy out there. Oh yeah, these two position coaches fighting over who gets to lead Sonny Styles <laughs> for this year. That'll be a huge talking point, and I bet we'll bring it up a little bit tomorrow morning. I'm sure that we will. Uh, that's what we call in the business a long tease. So good job. <laughs> Uh, on that. Yeah, fired up to hear from those guys and then we'll swiftly hear from them uh, tomorrow morning what all they had to say uh, and their ma- media availability today. Um, world soccer news. Uh, Shark, you're aware of a guy named Killian Mbappe, right? Yeah, absolutely. Striker. France. Yep, plays for, for PSG. I know it's one of your favorite clubs in the entire world. Very, very wealthy. Yes. Um, he is set to sign a five-year contract at Real Madrid. So he's moving teams. Now, these two teams are in the Champions League, which is the big dogs of Europe. Uh, Kylian Mbappe's rumored contract with Real Madrid, uh, he's going to earn 15 million uh, euros a season, uh, but the sign-on fee for Real Madrid is a one-time $150 million signing bonus. Uh, So good for him. That's like Saudi money. He turned down $600 million uh, for two years in Saudi money to go to Real Madrid. So the fact that he's not going over to the Saudi Pro League, uh, that's got me juiced, and uh, we get to see him play with Jude Bellingham, which is going to be pretty spectacular. So uh, that's got me fired up today, and I think we're on the mend in our house. Meredith's she's not feeling as bad as yesterday. She's going to work today. And William has like side skirted this thing so far, so that's all we can ask. Uh, that's all we can ask for. Happy baby, a good life for us. Even though uh, we were in the trenches fully yesterday, but uh, I think we're on the up and up in our house, which is good. Schlegs and Bob from the Buckeye Cruise and the Rerack coming up next. Morning juice right here on the fan. Fan traffic from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and good morning. Right now, we are still watching slow moving traffic on 33 westbound because of a crash in those westbound lanes at Allen Road in Pickerington. Also, watching a crash on I 270 eastbound at Alum Creek Drive. The right shoulder is blocked over there as crews work to clear up a crash. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stugger. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If Bobby and Beamer aren't talking about it, it's not worth your time anyway. You're listening to Morning Juice. I hate that alarm clock so much. Hour number three of the program for us. 
On a Tuesday, Brandon B. Austin Ward, Mark the Shark, Bob, Buckeye cruising this week. Had a chance to sit down with Anthony Schlegel. We're going to replay that here coming up momentarily. And then at 835, we're going to get a chance to listen to Cody Simon, Buckeye linebacker, who I'm sure will be a topic of conversation today. Absolutely. When you get to talk to James, uh, new linebacker coach here at Ohio State. So uh, Cody Simon coming up here around 835 Schlegs momentarily. Keeping you informed about what's trending this morning. It's time for a little re-rack on Morning Juice. Sponsored by Billiards Plus, your destination for top-of-the-line grills with up to 30-year warranties. Billiards Plus on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Jean-Luc saying take it to the bank tonight. You said that too. Well, I said it because he said it. Okay. I just thought you were really confident on your own. I'm confident. I'm not necessarily sure I'm confident in the jackets. I'm confident... And what Jean-Luc has to say, and he says it is absolute, absolute okay. fact. All right. So Jean-Luc Grandpierre joined us in the 7 o'clock hours. He goes every single Tuesday at 720. Uh, and he last week he had predicted a 3-1 and one road trip for the Jackets. They're sitting at 1-1. One and one, and I asked him, I gave him the opportunity to turn back around and say 2-2 yeah, two and two or 1-3. and three, And Jean-Luc says, I never changed my mind. We're going with 3-1. and one. That's, So That's not an admirable admirable quality to never change your mind. <laughs> well, uh, I guess it is with your sports predictions. Yeah, I guess. Stick to your guns, though, is a real thing. And uh, I don't know. Let's let's parlay it together, Beam. Johnny Gaudreau's on a six-game point streak. Okay. Let's just take the Jackets money line and, and a Johnny Gaudreau point. How about a Boone Jenner goal? I don't want to... You don't want to add the third leg t- in there? Maybe. If, you, if you hit on that, we're going to hear about it tomorrow. Absolutely. But I'm will. sticking with those two right now. Jackets the Kings tonight at 10.30. 10 o'clock coverage begins here on the fan. Bob had an opportunity to talk with Schlegs a little bit earlier on the Buckeye Cruise, and I gotta say they did a nice job on this. The best way to start a morning is with a heavy dose of iron. Gas station ready. Always. It is Schleg Day. Sponsored by Sugar Shannara Accident Attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. That's warforyou.com. Welcome in the morning juice, my man Anthony Schleg. We're here on the Buckeye Cruise. He joins us every Tuesday, normally in the morning, but you know what? We're here in the evening. There's a little ambiance going. There's a little brown-eyed girl. We're out on the beach. We had the roosters wing tasting yeah. yesterday. Like we're having a good time. There's blenders going, making pina coladas or Miami vices or anything else. What's up, Columbus? Hey, what's up, Columbus? You know, <clears throat> it's six thirty-five a.m. somewhere, but right now it's whatever. I don't know. Go Bucks be cancer, but we're having a great time. Last night raised over a million dollars at the auction. Did some quick cows before, in honor of Coach Mick, uh, before Coach Day got up there and basically self-raised over 100k anyway it's been a great time bob so we saw you know coach deb they're doing an awesome job we've seen you know his family here our guy coach tress was here oh, got a chance goodness. to talk to him he had a book for me what was it like seeing your old coach legs i know that you guys have a great connection anytime you get to see coach who also has kind of a self-proclaimed but largest non-profit consulting firm for, for humans in the world you know, I mean, listen, the man loves to serve people. He loves to add value to people, something that you would expect from him, but not at that level. I'm like, he, but he is. He's like, I am retired. I just enjoy serving people. Ellen goes out and play golf. He's like, hey, I got five hours. I was like, you're amazing. So you talk about like the serving people, all the stuff that he does. It's his second year on the boat. It's been fantastic. We had the Roosters wing tasting. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. Yeah. First off, kudos to uh, Roosters. They actually delivered their uh, chicken to another ship that was somewhere 
in the Caribbean, but they somehow got it, got other chicken on the ship. We also tried out some new rubs, right? Some new mm, kind of wing sauce. Rub. Who doesn't like one of those, Bob? Well, if you get, the, rub, you get the wing rub, and then you're also able to tug those wings back oh, tug in, them down. into your mouth. Yeah, and this was a little added flavor to it because they were extra spicy. We had like a, oh. a hot cup. Did you have one? So I had one of we did. Oh, is it you and I together? We did the. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, it was. We were Freeport. Yeah. We did the tour of the boat. So yes. we had some spices from Turks and Caicos, yes. some spices from the Bahamas, some mm-hmm. spices from Key West, and then we got to watch your guys Denzel. Oh my and, gosh, And bro. Lathan do each other super dirty oh. on getting up there eating some of these super spicy and Devin, wings. And, and Donovan. Oh, sweating! No shirt. No, Don- Donovan took his shirt off. He's like, "This is this, this is hot." He went from Donovan to Donnie. Yeah, no doubt. Facts very very fast. It was great, man. I mean, it raised a lot of money. Then we had we had our afternoon juice with you, me, and Age and, and Mark Pantoni. That was awesome. It's been a great trip, man. Yeah, there were some great stories that were coming out about that. We start talking about recruiting. And, I mean, you were very passionate about the guys and everything, the training that's going on, obviously, there. But, so, I mean, you've been on this cruise now, you know, throughout the years, and you get to look at the pictures of yourself. I go, it's, all, it's almost like living in a time machine because yeah. people are like, oh, look at this picture of you. Oh, that's from 12 years ago. Gosh, right. I look so much younger and so much so much different, maybe better. Right. And then also you got to bring, you're bringing your daughter on the boat this year. Right. Yeah, it's been great. She, uh... You're absolutely right about that point, Bob, because, like, Dane Sanzenbacher showed me videos of his, like, little two-year-old. And I was like, bro, that would have been 15 years ago for us, you know? Like, and now yeah. she's on the ship uh, volunteering with her friend Molly because, yeah, I get those service hours in Florida for Bright Futures, and she loves it. She has a great time. She's gonna Is she help. gas station ready? She's all my shit, man. My daughter's always gas station ready. So, yeah, she, it's been great. They've been doing a great, uh, great job volunteering. But they, it's also great to see their parents be philanthropic and be out and and uh, it was funny too even coach day he makes rj get up and speak at the the sponsor dinner thanking everybody like he's like yeah, yeah. Thanks. My, my dad just throws me up here making me <laughs> making me work on my public speaking uh and he did a phenomenal job but that's that's what it's about and and to your point it's some people get are like fine wine and get better with age and some people Potentially turn to vinegar. They they get a little girthy. That's they're, good. They're, yeah, yeah, I love it. Man. I'm here for it, man. Wherever you are, we love. So we you. got some of the current guys on. Um, you mentioned Donnie, Donovan Jackson, Lathan Ransom, yep. Denzel Burke, yep. Jack Sawyer, yep. Cody Simon, yep. JT, uh, JT Molowal, Travion Henderson, Mecca, and, and Mecca, and Avery, yeah, and as Avery. well. So like those guys have been on here. Like Avery, cancer survivor. How great, like, listening to his story was right. that. Yeah, I think Ryan made a really good point. Um, you know, if Avery goes to any other college, right, like, is he here today? Because of how, how they were able to get it diagnosed in time, the treatment that he was able to go through, and, and Dr. Cohen and the James and everybody that steps up to the plate. Like, it's just different, right? Like, you, it's, the, it's the circumstances that we're in. And Ohio State was able to come through. Form and now he's now he's here on the ship and he's a cancer survivor and it's like this is fantastic. It's why it's why we do what we do, Bob. We've been we you've been doing this for 17 years. You haven't missed one. I had to no, miss. I missed. I missed one. I had to miss. Well, Ryan Miller's made 17. He's him amazing. and Craig and Pappas have never missed one. They're 17 for 17. That's amazing. AJ and I have. I think maybe AJ maybe missed one other, but I missed one because the first one because yeah. we were having Hunter, and then. 
I missed one because of Tress. You remember boo, that? You boo, remember Tress, that? You yeah. Remember that? You remember yeah, that? I think he promised you you could come on and he then promised said me no. that I could come on, and it was my 30th birthday, and they had like a wild war cake. That was like 20 years ago. I know it was. Listen, you celebrated your 20th wedding anniversary last week. We talked like the preview of it. That was amazing. I heard we got a surprise appearance. Did you know Steph was going to fly up to come see you? Yeah, I did because I told her to charge her 20. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, listen, you know, sometimes... Get gas, bumpy? Get bumpy, man. <laughs> gas station ready. Sometimes you just got to charge things to winning, you know? We're, you only get 120th. Next year's going to be 21, and guess what? I'll charge it to winning then, too, so I don't care. Get Your marriage will be old enough to drink. Like, how do yeah. we celebrate that? According to my wife, like, we're going on vacay, because that's what she loves to do. All my presents to her for our 20th anniversary, she's not a big jewelry person. She doesn't like to remember things, but she likes to be comfortable. So that's why you get her like some cozy sheets and you get her a picture of you guys at the beach. Some muffies? Uh, no, I got her Lindor truffles. Oh, nice. I got her some nice flowers. With that... the sauce inside the no, goo? No, she just, she knows, she just like a, a, the milk chocolate. I didn't know if we wanted to drizzle, like a nice little drizzle on there. I drizzle. That's stuff. good. Yeah. That's good. M. Yeah. Dizzle, you M. Dizzle. Dizzle, yeah. All, all, everybody. All our Buckeyes. Buckeyes, baby. All our Buckeyes. Um, but the, uh, the auction, huge success. Uh, what was your the, favorite? What was the favorite thing that you saw got auctioned off? They had a they had Olympics package. Yeah, I saw Olympics. in there. Like, they got all kinds of stuff. And you auctioned off your place, our place on in, the river. Yeah, on the river down uh, outside of Portsmouth. Uh, down there is one of the ones at the very end. Uh, you know, so we're, we're early still on the cruise here. You know, it's a little smaller boat. We run this one last year. And I'm just looking right now. Over $35 million range. Like we mentioned it's been 17 years. So you average that out. You're talking about $2 million-ish a year. But the last, obviously the beginning, we're raising like two hundred grand. Now we're raising $4 million a year. Yeah. But when you hear the impact of that and what that means, and then also you couple that with bringing on current players. The right. last two years we've got to do that. How impressed have you been with those guys and what they've been able to do and how they've showcased and represented the, the university? Yeah, I think the best thing about having the, the current players on is they start to see what you and I and AJ and all of us had to learn like kind of on the fly about you win with people, Ohio State's bigger than just football, right? We're trying to find a cure for cancer at the James. Uh, we're trying to, you know, enhance people's quality of life while they battle cancer. And we can have, we can have a role to play in that. And already guys, like I remember, I, I saw the other day, like Jack and JTT, or, you know, JT donating money, like, like raising money. Like, I want to buy that package. I want to, I'm spending money on so that. So my one of our friends goes, I'm bidding against current players now. Right, like, these yeah. dudes, we talk yeah. about NIL, but they have cash. Like, they're, they're wanting to bid they, they and, want, like, they give want back. It. They want to give back. They understand what it's going for. Like, they understand why they're here. Totally get it. That's awesome. And that's something that we didn't have the ability to do. Now that we have NIL and they're able to come, it's fantastic. Uh, it's not going to affect their training. They're, they're, all, they're all like, hey, what do we got to do? I'm like, listen, man, this is not bad. Like, you're going to have to make these work up anyways the standard is the standard coach Mick already said you're making them up so don't don't think you gotta but kill I yourself that you guys were gonna wrestle on the beach oh man well that you guys did a catamaran i went to a private beach oh side nugget uh story mm. against my wife who's she is a great great planner um and she's like schlegs i found this beach on turks and caicos it is the world's best voted best beach in the world we get we get to where we standard get standard is the standard, right? The standard is the standard, and she has put us on some phenomenal trips now. All right, we get there, we're like, hey, guy's name was Carl, driving us to the bus. Hey, Carl, I was like, hey, she was like, hey, can you take us to this resort? He's like, oh yeah, sure, but that's sixty four miles on a different island, and he's like, 
<laughs> I'm like, all right, so so where are we going? They're like, oh, I know this place. They took us this little, I don't know what it was, but guess what? We had a great day. I laid out. I got a lot of sun. I drank some cocktails. I uh, got in the water. Uh, went on a beach walk. It's perfect, man. Sounds phenomenal. Schleichs, thanks for spending some time with us, as well, you always do. Go Bucks. Zeke just got here. Oh. Kirk Coleman just got oh. here. It's going to be rockets. It's going to be epic. It's going to be fun. Thank you, Buckeye Cruz. Go Bucks. Go Here Bucks. they go. The boys from the Buckeye Cruz via the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. One big, big time Power 5 school could buy their own way out of their very own conference. That's next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning. We are still watching slow-moving traffic on 33 westbound coming in from Canal Winchester. Also watching slow-moving traffic on I-70 coming into the Columbus Metro. But right now, no crashes to let you know about. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stucker. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Panic and passion. Uh, is that a motivational quote or the title of an adult romance novel? <laughs> You're listening to Morning Juice. Here's Law here. Little Tuesday edition of the program. Brandon B. Austin Ward, Mark the Shark. It's 8.20 and it's Tuesday. And we had mentioned this an hour ago because it is time to play That's What He Said. Mm. And That's What He Said because we do it every single Appetizer Tuesday. Appetizer Thresday. Appetizer Thursday. Courtesy of our good friends over at Roosters. Today's Appetizer Tuesday features the delicious, the battered onion petal, otherwise known as the rooster's onion petals, fried to a golden brown crisp, served with a side of pluckin' sauce. You and I both call it the pluckin' sauce. Bob Carpenter calls it the... Well, and Nicole tried to tell us, no, guys, actually, we had to stop with the play on words, and it's just <laughs> feather sauce, so yeah. please stop calling it that. But no, I will not. Pluckin' sauce is a perfect name for it. Bob calls it the pluck you sauce. He does. He takes it. He takes things too far. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> no, I don't know that. I've yeah. been doing the show with a guy for the four years. Yeah, I know. No, I don't know that he ever, you know, crosses boundaries. He has a tendency to push the limit. He does. Whatever the limit is either. I mean, it might be a 200 mile an hour speed limit on the Autobahn. And you know what? Guess who's going to be trying to go 205? The general. The general. That's correct. 614-821-9710. That's the phone number. Get the correct answer in. To mark the shark, and you'll be walking away with a $50 gift card to our good friends over at Rooster Schlegs. We had him on twice this morning. Bob talked to him twice. Uh, what item got put on a different boat on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer? Use your context clues, everybody. Use your context clues. What are we giving away? What got put on a different boat, which really is a remarkable story considering that that just happened on the cruise? It can't happen. I don't understand it. And I cannot wait to see Nicole Cox. Oops. Giving away too many context clues. Yeah. Just the, she is such a planner and to have that unravel on her. I, I cannot wait to hear that story. I can't either. It's going to be great. 614-821-9710. You get that into shark. What made its way onto the wrong cruise ship? Uh, you'll be walking away with a $50 gift card to our good friends over at Rooster. So we're going to have more realignment in college football and it stinks, right? I mean, 
I don't think anybody was excited when the Pac-12 died. Now, the appetite for me watching Pac-12 after dark was not very big, and I wasn't watching a lot of Pac-12, but I understand the you know the meaningfulness of that conference and what they provide, and I think actually Chip Kelly had a pretty good point when he was talking about it a couple of months ago. Like, yes, you should play your non-football sports in the conferences that you have, yep. like women's basketball, volleyball, hockey, if you have hockey, all these different varsity sports. Like, you should stay within your conference, and football is a whole different beast as we know entirely, right? I mean, how dumb is it for Stanford to be flying – um, coast to coast and like playing in the ACC. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Right. And so football is one thing you travel once a week. Sometimes you're at home for three weeks um, and you do that once a week and the travels there. But when you're having to go on these road trips, like men's and women's basketball is going to do uh, or wrestling, like it just, it, it makes no sense. So as we get deeper and deeper, deeper down this wormhole, uh, I don't know if there's going to be like a reset or what's going to happen, but Andy Staples of on three did all the legal jargon reading for you. So you did not have to, uh, and he writes here, I said, as we wait for the commissioners who run the college football playoff to vote this week in a precise format for the first edition of the 12-team tournament, remember that this version might also be a short-term fix. The commissioners seek to reduce by one the number of automatic bids because the Pac-12 imploded, as we know. They're just, <laughs> it's not a Power 5 We're anymore. We're all trying to find out who did this. Right. Like you're wearing the hot dog outfit. Well, Ron's over there wearing a hot dog color, t- a mustard color tie. Why oh, can't he no. be the guy? Uh, It says, because the ACC opened the door Friday afternoon for the next potential round of realignment. On page 20 of a 40-page filing that asked for a dismissal or a stay of Florida State's lawsuit against the conference, the ACC that is, and Florida's Leon County, the ACC's attorneys signaled a path to a logical endpoint in case being litigated in two different states. The next move after that endpoint is probably yet another reshuffling, which will once again alter our perception of which con- conferences hold how much power. Now, basically, the way that I'm reading into this, Austin, is that the conference doesn't want to be involved in this litigation. Florida State doesn't want to be involved in this litigation. They have an ESPN media deal that runs all the way until, what, 2036? Yep. Uh, runs a long time, and it's bad. Like it, The while, worst. While the SEC is going to grow with the new media deal that they're going to get in a couple of years, the Big Ten, as we just saw, inked that deal for multi-billions of dollars a year, like whatever it's going to be, and teams making $90 million dollars Uh, A season, the ACC is pretty much locked into what they're going to be for the near future. Nobody in the ACC wants that, especially Florida State after getting left out of the college football playoff this year. So there's always been an out. There's always been a buyout option, but that money was extraordinarily big, like half a billion dollars, 500 million or whatever it was. Said, how much will Florida State have to pay to get out of the ACC? Or perhaps more appropriately, what is Florida State willing to pay to get out of the ACC? Now, again, this sucker was around half a billion dollars, but apparently because of the court filings, there's going to be some negotiating room for Florida State to kind of hit the nuke button and get themselves out of that conference. It's both sides of this marriage have recognized that a divorce is inevitable. Yeah, they want it. Well, the ACC may not want it, but they know that it's going to happen. Florida State desperately wants out. Uh, It's got its eye on every every pretty girl conference that's out there. And I think they may be overestimating how appealing and attractive they are to the SEC and Big Ten. But that's, they have an overinflated sense of their ego. They have an overinflated sense of their worth. And figuring out what that dollar amount actually is, is part of the proceedings here. You're going to go have a divorce settlement and let the courts decide what amount uh, could spark the next wave of realignment. Now, I I don't know how imminent any of this can be when you're sitting down and, and negotiating this amount of money and the amount of years that are left on the deal, 
the ACC is the one in a position of strength here, not Florida State. So we'll see what transpires. I don't think it's going to be like, all right, well, it's uh, it's August and Florida State's showing up to play an SEC schedule in 2025. I, I would be very surprised if that happens. I'm not sure how it could, um, but this is the least fun part of the sport. Yeah. As you said, like nobody wants to track real line. It used to be fun 20 years ago. It's like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if you could make some super conferences and like, wouldn't that be awesome? But and now that it's actually happening, it's, it's like, this sucks. Yeah. And we're talking about, you know, conference inventory and instead of games, I say that like every morning I'm on the, the juice with you beam and I hate it. Like that's, they're games. It's supposed to be fun. and They're TV products and they're dollar signs. And talking about it in That's that way are. just makes me feel gross. Yeah, and I totally understand. It says right here that the buyout right now, if this litigation doesn't go away, it's $572 million for Florida State to leave the ACC right now with like the grant of rights deal. Now, it could be negotiated down to $350 million is the middle ground. $150 million is the floor on that. So Florida State needs to have a conversation with them. One, can we raise this much money? Two, is it going to be worth it for the long term of us to join a different conference? And three, which ultimately isn't their problem, but if you're going to be the first one to swing the sword, what happens after you? Yeah, and what's what's the actual financial benefit? You touched on that, Beam. That's the part that you have to figure out. You have teams that are they're so desperate to be involved in the Big Ten or the SEC that they're yeah. taking less money. We're talking about Washington and Oregon and they're less than full shares. UCLA and USC, the negotiations that went on there to leave the Pac-12. Still more than they got at the Pac-12. It's a better deal for them, and certainly like half of the SEC payout would be better for Florida State. I don't really think that the Big Ten has interest in the Seminoles, but you know, if we're heading towards collaboration between the two power leagues and a super conference, that may not make any difference anyway. Lee from Groveport is the winner of our $50 Roosters gift card this morning. He won That's What He Said. Uh, what went to a different ship? The Roosters' wings. The Roosters' wings somehow made its way onto a different ship, which the, we're going to need to get the full story from Schlegs or Bob next week on how that happened. Yeah, the panic from Nicole Cox, I think, is going to be <laughs> off the charts, and I'll see her again uh, on Monday in the Horseshoe Lounge when we do our show on the podcast there. And I think that I can't wait to see her face uh, and talk about that. She's one of the nicest people in the entire world, and she's a meticulous, methodical planner. And to have that go awry outside of her control is, I think, probably ruined her day. Ohio State linebacker Cody Simon joins Bob from the Buckeye Cruise next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning. Right now we are not tracking any crashes across central Ohio, but we are seeing some slow-moving traffic on I-70 on the west side coming into the Columbus Metro. Also on 33 westbound coming in from the southeast side. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Starton. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Beam has a baby face. Bobby has soft hands. That should not stop you from listening to this show. This is Morning Juice. Hey, a little special announcement before we get to Cody Simon. Long tease here. 24 hours from right now, around 8.35 tomorrow morning, 
We're going to be joined by Ohio State head basketball coach Jake Diebler. Wow. Yeah. That's that? a big time guest. That is a big time guest. So we're going to talk to Jake Diebler, head coach of your Ohio State basketball team, uh, men's basketball team, coming up here at 835 tomorrow. So 24-hour tease. If you're listening right now, 24 hours from the second, we're going to have Jake Diebler. Whoever booked that, employee of the month. I agree. Uh, and I didn't book them. Oh, wow. Shark didn't book it either. So I oh. guess it leaves it with one person. I'm not even an employee. I'm not eligible for it. Jensen, who is working with us Thursday and Friday, booked Jake Diebler. He's not even going to be on. Just going to give this to us. <laughs> he can do it. Jake Diebler coming up here tomorrow. In the meantime, let's head back out to the Buckeye Cruise and check in with Cody Simon. Cody Simon, senior linebacker, Ohio State University. First time on the Buckeye Cruise. Cody, what's it been like for you so far? It's, it's been a great experience, you know, uh, seeing all the uh, old Buckeye, uh, or not old, but, you know. The, it's okay. You can say they were old, Cody. It's good. <laughs> yeah, the, the fast Buckeye legends, and, uh, you know, they're really embracing, and um, they, they're really uh, supportive for us, and, you know, we're just looking forward to having a great season this next year and, and uh, continuing the, the legacy. So you've been here at Ohio State now, seeming like forever. I remember meeting with you in court a long time ago yeah. uh, back on campus. You know, what has this journey kind of been like for you over the you know, last five years? It's, it's definitely been a journey with like ups and downs, you know, not everything goes how you want it to go in college and, you know, it's, I'm just thankful that I'm here now and that I've, I've been blessed to be in this position and, you know, I'm, uh, I'm just, I love the guys I'm with and uh, especially the guys I've been with uh, through, through uh, Ohio State and, you know, it's, it's just a, a great experience to be able to be here. Sure, smart guy, business major. Finance major. I mean, we graduated. What's what are the plans? How's that all been going? Yeah, no, I, I have a degree in finance, and uh, right now I'm just taking classes and figuring out what's what's the next chapter academically for me. But you know, uh, I'm thankful to even have that degree and be able to be done with uh, <laughs> that that part of my life, and and uh, you know, just figuring out what's next. So you're a Jersey guy. You know, your 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 parents there. Your mom. You know, working with mom and dad. You know, finance people working on Wall Street. I didn't realize we talked. Your dad was in the army, went to West Point. Yeah. You know, just so many great things. How, how did we end up here? At Ohio State. You know, I, I, I've told the story a couple of times, but, you know, I, I think that for me it was Ohio State was the one school that I was the most nervous about, and I, I didn't think that I was cut out for it, and I wanted to challenge myself. So, you know, I, that was my biggest reason, and, and I remember talking, having long conversations with my brother and my, and my parents about, like, you know, where I could see myself, and this was the, the furthest and the most challenging one for me, and I felt like that was that's why I wanted to do it. So, so your, your older brother went to Notre Dame. You get the victory there two times in a row. What was that like for your family? Uh, um, you said visit visit there two times in a row? Well, you, I guess you, you had him here. You played him twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. wins. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, you know, his experience there was, wasn't always the uh, the greatest. That's why he, he didn't finish his career there, but it was definitely some a lot of pride that was that was earned and, and won from from those two games and you know it, it's always something we'll have a little bit over them and uh you know i he i think he he probably had a little bit of a you know bad blood <laughs> you want to be wanting us to lose good, but, yeah but no it's it, it was uh, it was great games and you know stuff we'll, we'll never forget and we'll, we'll have in our memory forever so you know, you've been the, the linebacker for a while here you had Obviously, Tommy, they move, steal over. Cade was in the room. He leaves. I mean, though, but those three guys, such a big part of the team. You know, the leadership element, you know, especially with Tommy and Steele the last couple of years. You're now the veteran in the room. Kind of what did you see from them 
able to model and, and kind of how are you embracing this of being the veteran now and the oldest guy in the room? Yeah, I, those, those guys are ultimate leaders. You know, I think everyone who's who's ever been on a team with them will always say the same thing. And, you know, I, I've learned so much from, from Tommy and Steele, especially just, you know, the, their mentality every day to come in and just work work as hard as possible to, to exhaustion. And, you know, I, so much of what I do now is because of how they embrace and, and, and brought me under their wing. And, you know, I, I think I'm the leader I am today because of them. And, yeah. So you talk a lot about the brotherhood, uh, you know, Ohio State, and that's a big deal. A lot of guys chose to come back, and you were talking a little bit about it. Mecca earlier coming back, Travion, you know, some guys on defense, JT, Jack, late. Uh, I mean, Denzel. You know, was it a conscious effort? Everybody were the individual decisions. Kind of, how did that all that work, and what was that decision like for you? You know, I, I think the term has been going around with unfinished business, but you know, for me, it was. You know, you have that feeling in your heart that you that you you know something's not right, and you want to go correct it. And you know, that, that's been our, our pretty much our mantra. We just need we need like it's this is it like this is the guy we need. We have all the guys coming back. And I my thing is I wanted to be the first like I wanted to get the ball rolling, and I wanted guys to say. And you know, for me it was tough too. I mean, obviously you don't know what the future holds for you, but. I felt like it was the right decision for me to, for my family and and for for me as an Ohio State player and for you know the brotherhood to be able to come back and help lead the guys and you know I, I think I think they've embraced me well and and I'm so happy for the other guys that they all came back too. See, so you look now in the weight room, a guy who's in there who played linebacker at Ohio State, a guy that I played with, you got it, my man Schlegs back. What has it been like having him coaching you guys? What kind of energy and effort you know is he bringing to the weight room? No, he, he's an ultimate strength coach, you know, he, or just even life coach because <laughs> as soon as I get in there he's he's the most rowdy and, and the most hyped up dude and, and I, it really helped me these first couple of weeks back you know it's tough I mean, when you make a decision to come back like you, you there's you question a lot of your, your challenges and you know winter workouts is the hardest thing probably you could ever go through and having Schlegel in the room it's just like refreshing and you, you come back and you and you want to get better you want to grind with your brothers and you know I, 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 can, I can only thank him and or keep going and, and keep training and keep getting better every day so we had the roosters wing tasting a lot of different sauces out there now did you get in any of the hot sauce contests no I did not I'm not I saw the way Lathan and uh, Denzel were feeling and I was not trying to feel that <laughs> so you mentioned your guys get up there I mean I, I watched Donovan Jackson everybody I mean my man Donnie had no shirt on he's sweating somehow Lathan and, and Denzel I don't what would there's some sort of bet going yeah. on but these guys I mean we got some hot sauces up there and your guys were it was, it was a little rough situation <laughs> I think I think uh, Lathan made Denzel go up so when they gave out the Denzel the option to pick someone he was he knew he was going for him so is that the brotherhood is that what we're talking about here yeah. where you're gonna stick me out so I'm gonna pull you in with me <laughs> it probably is yeah no, I, that that is 100% it you know it's the joint suffering and the I mean, maybe I probably could have done it, but you know, <laughs> I wanted to sleep well tonight, so I wasn't I wasn't trying to, to, to put some hot wings. The, the other guy was walking around here. I saw him. He was like hunched over in the in the elevator. So uh, <laughs> he's still hurting. I don't know. Anything else that you've seen here? Just you know, your couple days on the cruise. Um, were you surprised? Is it what you expected? I mean, you see Buckeye Nation out here. I mean, it's a unique experience. I, I'd say that the the best thing I saw is, or that I'm still seeing, is all the the survivors who are on here. You know, they it's, <laughs> there's nothing I can go through in my life that compares to what they've really endured, especially like Ab- the guys like Avery Henry. Yeah, you know, you can't imagine what that's life. What's that like? And you know, I I just. 
I'm so thankful that they are here, and then they even they they are welcoming me on the boat where it's really like I'm I'm here for you, and I, I want to celebrate you, and and I, they're just so generous, and and all the people, all the people who've, who've given to to these people too, and uh, I'm just so thankful I'm here. Thank you so much, Cody. Appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the rest of the cruise. Going to be going. Thank you, thank you, Bob. There you go. Cody Simon, Bob Carpenter on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's great. You guys having fun and a Buckeye Nation supporting, but I mean, it really does go towards a great cause. And you can obviously hear, you know, them talk a little serious there uh, at the end of that, Austin. But I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Schlegs earlier on saying already raised over a million dollars uh, in the auction. Like it's a pretty powerful thing uh, when you get Buckeye Nation together and all supporting a good cause. And it's pretty remarkable stuff that they do. Yeah, I think this is one of the only, if not the only, like actual charitable cruise effort that goes on for college athletics. That's, that's giving money back and not just for fun and, and giggles out there that they're actually accomplishing something out there. It was really cool to, to be on that the one time I went. And now I think they've taken it to another level. What makes it even, I think more impactful is having the current Buckeyes on there. Like it's cool. Like that Bob and Schlegs and AJ have all been doing it for, for 15, 16 years, but that's not, eventually that draw is going to wear off as fun as it is. That's not a knock on them, but if you're going to take the next step and now that NIL is part of that and the opportunity to bring the current players on the boat uh, that they want to give back as well, uh, I think that's important. It tells you the strength of of that, uh, the brand for Ohio state, the brotherhood for the people in it, current former players, guys like Cody Simon. uh, I mean, it's their time. They they get very few weeks off during the course of an entire year. They're, They're, they're basically full-time employees, whether the NCAA characterizes them as that or not. Uh, and to use part of their vacation to go do this and give back is pretty cool. It really is. We're going to reveal our fan poll coming up next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and a good Tuesday morning to you. Watch for slow-moving traffic on 23 southbound. The left lane is blocked in those southbound lanes of 23 right as you approach Lewis Center Road. Keep that in mind as crews work to clear up a crash over there. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stargirl. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A radio show hosted by two former football players. One slightly more successful than the other. You're listening to Morning Juice. Wrapping things up here. A little Tuesday edition of the program. Brandon B. Moss and Ward up Mark the Shark. Friends on edition of the program coming at you live next. Chops, Reese, Bakes. They're going to lead you off until noon. Talk all things Buckeye basketball. Will Jake Diebler talk for them? Justin Fields, QB1 somewhere else other than Chicago. They'll get into that. Tuesdays with Tiberi coming up at 10.33 this morning. Well, Jody Shelley time for them coming up at 11.33 as well. Why are we listening to Bad Girl Riri right now? Bad Girl? That's her Twitter She's handle. the original Bad Girl. She's so cute. She's 36 today, BMZ. 36 for Rihanna. Happy birthday. I think, I think Riri would be offended to be called cute. Probably. That's not a good word. <laughs> bad Girl. Bad Girl Riri. <laughs> It's her Instagram handle, Shark. You should know that. You've got an alert set for every time she posts. <laughs> I've seen it on your phone. It's a real thing. So on ESPN right now, they're going through this whole right or wrong situation 
in the NFL. Jets should pursue Russell Wilson. What are we talking about? Didn't he just, well, just, just sign Aaron Rodgers? Put Russell, put Russ back there to cook next to Aaron Rodgers in the same backfield. Look what at, could possibly go wrong with baby. that? Give me some of that. <laughs> that That's going to solve everything. Yeah. Who's backing up who? This whole segment has been insane. Yeah. So if you're out there driving, A, I'm sorry if there's bad traffic, but B, be thankful that you don't have get up on your screen. It's um, it's pretty remarkable stuff they're going through right now. Shark was scared because he saw Justin Fields being linked with the Steelers. I've said that. I think it was last. It was definitely last season. When things were starting to spin out of control, and again, you can kind of see the way it's going. I'm like, I just wish him nothing but the best. And I think I said that to you at some point last season, Shark. I'm like, can you imagine a world in which Justin Fields is the Steelers starting quarterback? Mm, and uh, uh, I think you you constantly, first of all, you want to stab me say it ain't a so. lot. <laughs> but when I said those words out loud to you, your head just dropped. I've got full faith in Kenny Big Hands Pickett. <laughs> You and the Bengals fans in this area, yes. and you speaking for the Browns, congratulations. And, Ravens. and the, Ravens the Ravens fans are on board. all agree with that statement. He just I was give him Mitchell, another shot. I was a Mitch Trubisky fan. Maserati Olsen. Mitch? Yeah. <laughs> what about a Mason Rudolph? That Sign too, him to a contract yeah. extension. Who? Maserati Mace? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maserati Mace, Maserati Mitch, all kinds of Maseratis over there. Except the ones that's not going to actually drive you on the road and get you anywhere. You know, break down. Two exits into the highway. I'll take Maserati Marv. That's who I want. What has Gus Johnson for the done Browns? Yeah, think we got a shot at him. I think with all the we don't have a first round pick. I think with the bevy of draft picks that you have <laughs> at your at your arsenal, I think yeah, you could probably move up and get him. Yeah, I'm not sure he's going to slide quite that far. I don't think Marv sliding out of the top four. He shouldn't Gosh, fall out of the top three. I, yeah, I hope not. He should be number one. I by the hey, Bears. I agree with you. Keep Justin Fields. Hey, you're. Why are you preaching to the choir? I, you're preaching to this choir. I would. The a Bears would be my. One. If the Bears <laughs> kept Justin and drafted Marv, they would be my second favorite team. Wow. Oh yeah. That's a pretty big indictment. Indictment. That's endorsement. A, endorsement. Endorsement. Yeah. Uh, I got my indictments and endorsements mixed up. <laughs> and that's that a pretty be, big endorsement. That'd be pretty fun to watch. Kevin Warren, if you're listening. Oh, <laughs> he's not easy to root for. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, I did see Kevin Warren last week had an interview with Walter Payton's son, uh, Jarrett, who works for WGN, I believe, up in Chicago, or maybe works. Yeah, I think he works for WGN. And he was talking all things about Justin Fields and was saying, he's like, Justin is a great leader and we can't wait to have him here in the future. I'm like, all right, first of all, the problem with that (laughs) is that you're tasked with building a new stadium. And whether that's down in the lakefront or whether that's in Arlington Heights, that's your job. And I'm sure the football people in that office were getting really upset that you're saying this about Justin Fields. And I agree with Kevin Warren for once in my life. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm sure there are a lot of people not happy with you. Either that or it was a premeditated, orchestrated attempt of building Justin Fields' stock up in which they will move off of. I can tell you from my experience, there's not a lot of off the cuff with Kevin Warren. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think he improv that message. I think it definitely was intentional. I think it came in a note card? I mean, he's, yes, he's been known to stay on message quite uh, to his own detriment. Yes, that's why he was only taking. Uh, he said three or four long, he's questions. Like, I actually worked with Justin um, 
you know, during COVID. And I'm like, well, Justin was working against, against you. you <laughs> in opposition yeah. to try and talk some sense into you. Uh, that's stupid. What a dumb franchise they are. <laughs> uh, Shark, why are we listening to Kurt Cobain? Uh, Kurt Cobain would be 57 today. Yeah, 30, been, 30 years, he's huh? He's been dead longer than he was alive. Yeah. That's crazy. What an incredible album this was. Yeah. I mean, it just... Supernova. What an absolute supernova. It did. Um, you've got a busy day today. I do. I'm looking forward to How it. How are you handling doing media obligations today at 11 where you get to talk to McAreary? You'll get to talk to James. We'll listen to some of that tomorrow. Sure will. And then, like, the, the best time ever in Tim Hall's world, tomorrow morning when you're at work, is going to be, like, the best three hours of your life leading into vacation. I'm... I'm excited. Are you packing tonight? I have to because I got a limited window before we're hitting the road tomorrow. I'm sure we'll we'll get into all the finer details of the trip to Pinehurst. But today is, you know, it's bittersweet. I get to spend three hours with you. Then my parents are leaving, so I'm taking them to the airport as soon as I leave here. Then I'm going back to the Woody, getting some off season content. So it's a it's a jam packed few days, which is great. I'd rather be busy at work than like trying to come up with nonsense to fill until spring ball starts two weeks from today. Um, what is that, about eight-hour drive, nine-hour drive? We've made it in seven. Oh, wow. Nice. I think the way down usually takes about an hour longer because there are you know, maybe some jello shots and beverages that are Ooh. in the back that require some stoppages and you know, for trash or whatever. It yeah. should take shorter because you're going downhill. Well, and the excitement, <laughs> like you want to get there, right? But uh, it, it seems to work in the opposite way the older we get. And what's the forecast for the weekend down there? <sighs> right now it's dice. Thursday is going to be one of the finest days in American history. Friday, we've been watching it every day for the last 10 weeks. One of the new guys that's on this trip, he seems to have some sort of professional weather background. Uh, for NetJets. I don't even really know what the responsibilities are, but he's got updated forecasts. So, Scott, I need you to fix this for Friday because right now it's showing showers throughout the day. That's the day we're going to play 27. Let's hope that moves south of you it's guys. It's got to miss Or us. north. Or just dissipates before it gets there. you got I, a long way to go before Friday. I know. I, know. I don't want to think about the worst case scenario. It won't be the worst case. I wonder if he can just send like some jets to scramble the clouds out of there. Yeah, I think that's how it that's works. That's got to be how it works. Yeah. Get the Saudis involved. They can create clouds. I think that's a real thing. Player Investment Fund is coming in to save us. Yes, the PIF uh, is going <laughs> to join hands with the Central Ohio two-man scramble league. Before we get out of oh. here today... Our daily fan poll is sponsored by ER Auto Care, Masters of Our Craft. Today's fan poll at 971thefan.com or on Twitter at 971thefan. Will you be attending the Blue Jackets Red Wings outdoor game at the Horseshoe next year? Yes, no, maybe. It depends on the weather. <laughs> if it's, oh, it's going to be We've been begging for this game you, for years. <laughs> what, if it's 60, you're going to go, but if it's 40, you're not? Yeah. Come on, we need cold weather. Are you going, Shark? Yes. I'd never miss it. Are you going? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Like Shark trying to get him. I might, to... I might be in the press box. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going. Hey, look at you. All right, all three of us are going to go. I've never covered a sporting event in the horseshoe that was not, you know, covered <laughs> in the press box. So that might be a different experience. I'm for sitting me. south stands with my shirt off. That's what I'm doing <laughs> in the student section. Austin had so much fun today. What do you say we do it again tomorrow? Dark and early at 6 a.m. if they allow us. You good with that? I absolutely can't wait. Everybody have a great day. Friends on edition of the program next. We are back live tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. to break everything down. Have a good one. Talk to you then. Morning Jupes right here on The Fan. 
Fan traffic from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and good morning to you. A heads up for drivers coming in from Delaware County this morning. We are watching one crash on 23 southbound. The left lane is blocked in those southbound lanes of 23, just beyond Lewis Center Road because of a crash. Crews are working to clear up right now. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stuggerwald. This is a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet Gambling. Promo code 1 800 Gambler. The Chiefs may have won the Super Bowl, but they're not the betting favorites to make it three in a row. The 49ers are the ESPN Bet favorite at 5 to 1, with the Chiefs at 7 to 1. Ravens have the third best odds at plus 850. Bengals come in at 14 to 1, and Browns are 40 to 1 to win next year's Super Bowl. For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Casting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan Sports Center. Good morning. I'm Ryan Baker. The rain wouldn't cooperate with running the Daytona 500 on Sunday, so William Byron had to wait an extra day to win his first 500. Byron was in front when a wreck happened just behind him as the field headed for the final lap, and the race ended under caution. The win launches car owner Rick Hendrick's 40th anniversary season. After firing Jacques Vaughn, the Brooklyn Nets are promoting assistant Kevin Ollie to interim head coach. Ollie, who played 13 seasons in the NBA, won a national championship as UConn's coach in 2014. He joined the Nets as an assistant coach this season. And late night hockey on the fan tonight as the Blue Jackets continue their West Coast swing tonight in L.A. against the Kings. Pre-game coverage begins at 10 p.m. with puck drop at 10.30. This one brought to you by BMI Federal Credit Union. Earn a $200 cash bonus when you open a free checking account at BMI Federal Credit Union. Visit bmifcu.org slash free. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.